This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. From Lexington High School on a very chilly and uh, almost uh, finally football weather Friday night here at the end of October, it is time for week number 10 of high school football around the state of Ohio. And tonight we've got a very intriguing matchup set up for you as the River Valley Vikings come into town with a 5-4 and four overall record. They are ranked 10th in Division Three, Region 10. And, of course, the top 16 teams in the region get into the playoffs this year for the first time ever. So you've got River Valley at number 10, and Lexington comes in at 3-6, and six, and they are at number 18 in the region. So just on the outside looking in, but mathematically – as long as a couple of things go right uh, just ahead of the Minutemen uh, with a couple of teams losing. And, of course, if they can get a win tonight, it's looking pretty safe that they will make the playoffs should they uh, defend their home turf tonight and they're able to get in to the playoffs. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. And uh, it's hard to believe it's week 10 already. Ten weeks ago, we were here to open the season on a Thursday night and – the Minutemen took care of Ontario easily that night. The uh, Warriors didn't put up much of a fight, and that game ended 45 to nothing. Last week, Nick, wouldn't you know it, the Minutemen go to Madison, and they also win that game 43 to nothing. So can they uh, can they end the season sort of the way they started it yeah. here against River Valley? I think so. I mean, this team is really – I think they're due to hit their stride now, especially with the the way they play football is built for the playoffs. It's built for the cold, for the windy, crappy weather. I mean, these guys want to run the football, and they're going to shut you out on defense. They're going to fly around, and they're going to hit you. So, I, I, I mean, I think this Lex team is ready to make a deep run. I mean, I, I think they can start it here tonight. Now, Nick, what I found uh, an interesting statistic earlier in the week, and that is uh, – at least since accurate football records have been kept online. Now, I'm sure we could go back into the Lexington archives here, maybe at the school library or something, and find some more. But uh, dating back to when Joe Idle started online uh, in 1999, these two teams have only played once, and it was two years ago right here, a game that uh, Lexington won handily, 28 to nothing. And, uh, Nick, it's really odd how history – can repeat itself because two years ago Lexington struggled a little bit in the regular season they were two and six coming into the last two weeks and then they played at Madison 142 to nothing and then came here and beat River Valley 28 nothing well last week they went to Madison and won 43 to nothing so what are they going to do tonight uh, we'll have to wait and find out, but I do have a good feeling that history will repeat itself in a very good way tonight for the Lexington Minutemen as we are uh, just about seven minutes away from kickoff. Of course, we missed the coin toss, so uh, we're going to be surprised with you when uh, the two teams take the field at who gets the ball first. Uh, but, Nick, I was saying down uh, when we were on the field before the game, if I'm Lexington, I want to take the football first tonight. Just punch River Valley in the mouth. They've given up some huge amount of points this year. They've given up 47 one game, 56 one game. Uh, you know, they they their defense um, 
doesn't always show up. We'll just put it that way. And, uh, you know, a red-hot Lexington offense. Really, Lexington is second this year in the OCC in scoring behind only West Holmes. And uh, they've put up 40 points in three games this year or more, uh, 40 or more points uh, in three games this year. So if I'm Lex, especially with the cold weather, I'd take the ball, run it right down their throat, establish yourself early, and just let them know that uh, they're not going to get out of here easily with a win. And uh, that, But that's my opinion. What do you think, Nick? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, really, it, if you come out, I mean, River Valley, they're coming off the bus. It's cold. It's kind of rainy. I mean, it's just not ideal conditions at all for them to want to come over here and play. And if Lex gets the ball and just comes out, drives right down the field, punches it in right in the end zone right away, that's just going to kill the energy from their sideline right away. I mean, they, like I said, I, I just think that if, I agree with you. If Lex can come out and just dominate the possession right away, or even if they don't get the ball first, if they get defense first and they come out three and out, I mean, just set the tone right away because – uh, like you're like we were talking about a little bit before, River Valley is going to want to spread the ball out. They go five yes. wide. They throw the ball a lot. Uh, and if Lex's secondary has been greatly improved, I feel like in this second half of the season, they yeah. looked a lot better in the secondary. So that could that could definitely play to our advantage. Well, and I was just about to get to that, Nick. Uh, River Valley possibly going to throw, from what I've heard, uh, from one of their members of their coaching staff, they're going to throw the ball tonight if they can 40 or 50 times. I mean, that's just how their offense is built. They split five wide out a lot of times, and um, they really do not hand the ball off. Uh, their quarterback gets a lot of rushing yards, but mainly on broken plays or design QB draws. They're not going to, you know, run the ball on purpose, really. Uh, so, that so you know, and Lexington's strength is the run defense. So mm. River Valley, you know, if they do want to try to run, be my guest. But on a night like tonight, I would hate to be a team that tries to throw 40 times <laughs> yes. because, I mean, most people would say this is football weather. I would say this is blistering cold, miserable <laughs> weather. This is not a game where I would want to be a quarterback throwing the football. No it's way. going to be as hard as a rock. Receivers aren't going to want to catch this thing. And uh, like Nick mentioned, it is wet here, and yep. it's not actively raining, but – uh, leading up to the game here, it has been sort of misting. Um, it hasn't really rained. Just enough to be annoying. But there, there's just – and it hasn't even really sprinkled. It's just been kind of mist. And the bleachers down here, I'm looking down into the crowd. The bleachers are wet as the Minutemen take the field down off to our left. So the grass is going to be a little bit wet, Nick. That's also been something for the Minutemen specifically. They're footing this year. Yeah. They, You know, Cole Pauly's had some issues running around yeah. in the backfield and uh, – He's lost his footing a few times this year on the natural grass. And uh, that's definitely going to be something we've got to watch for as well as River Valley takes the field as well. Down off to our right. And, Nick, maybe it's just me, but uh, River Valley doesn't – it doesn't look like they have a lot of bodies. A lot of players, uh -oh. yeah. I mean – That's what I, I was kind of looking at them. There, I mean, there's a few kids that are pretty big, but, I mean – they're not really. They don't go deep, that's for yeah. sure, numbers-wise. So we're just less than three minutes away from kickoff here at Lexington High School, a playoff spot on the line. River Valley, even with a loss tonight, is likely in, but they could drop out. Lexington, though, with a win is likely in, but with a loss, Lexington would fall out 
of the playoff picture tonight. So for Lex, it's win or go home. For River Valley, it is uh, sort of a win and stay safe, lose <laughs> and start to sweat a little bit, but still probably stay safe. <laughs> so uh, Lexington definitely tonight playing for more than River Valley, but both teams still trying to solidify that playoff spot and get as high as they can. Uh, just about two minutes to go until kickoff. Get your uniforms now. Brought to you by a material girl. In times like these, shopping online has become a necessity. Thankfully, there's a material girl. A material girl is a locally owned women's boutique where there's something for everyone. AMG specializes in hand-picked women's clothing at an affordable price. Check out fashionbyamg.com. That's fashionbyamg.com. Tonight, Lexington, for the first time, going with the same uniforms they wore since week one or that they wore week one, the first time since week one that they've worn them. Uh, they're going to go with the gray jerseys, the purple letters and numbers, a little bit of gold trim, and they've got the block L on both uh, sleeves on either side. They're going with the black pants with the purple uh, block L on the left hip, and, of course, they'll have the purple helmets with the gold stripe going down the middle, the block L on the left side, and the player numbers on the right side. So gray jerseys, black pants, purple helmets. And then for the River Valley Vikings, they're going to go with the white road jerseys with the navy blue uh, numbers and letters and a little bit of uh, gold trim for them. Which is kind of misleading because on the program, they have this nice powder yes. blue. Well, and they I think they do, do use they those at times too. Well? It's sort of like a, a BYU where mm -hmm. they, have the they have BYU is – uh, a navy blue team, but they often go with the royal blue uniforms. If okay. you've ever watched, if, for those of you who watch college football, BYU's color schemes never make sense mm. uh, with what their logo shows. But River Valley going with the white jerseys, navy blue pants, and the navy helmets with the Viking horns on either side, sort of reminiscent of the uh, Minnesota Vikings. And both teams named the Vikings, so that would make sense. So the uh, gray and black versus the white and navy tonight here at Lexington. As we are under a minute to go, actually about 10 seconds until kickoff, Lexington will kick first tonight from right to left or north to south. A.J. Young getting it set up on the tee on the far hash on the 40-yard line. I feel like every game so far, both teams have normally been ready to go about a minute before. Yeah, They've both been teams, on the field eager to play. Both teams have been lined up for a minute and a half, but you got to wait till the clock. Hits the triple zeros and gets reset. A.J. Young runs up and boots it, and we're underway from Lex. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com. River Valley going to take it from the 5 to the 10, coming near side and being run down and tackled by a few minute men, but mainly Carter Newman there to make the hit right away at the 14-yard line. And the returner there, Nick, was Brayden Boyd. And is it just me, Nick, or was there a Braden Boyd for someone else we played earlier this year? You're going to have to go back and look <laughs> at that because I, I would be willing to bet just about anything there was a Braden Boyd. It'll hit me here in a minute. But that's the second time this year we've seen a Braden Boyd maybe making he, plays. Maybe I believe it was for Ashland. <laughs> maybe, maybe he transferred. The midseason transfer <laughs> uh, with the way the rules are anymore. Who knows? That could be true. River Valley sets up at their own 13. They will hand off, which is not something we thought they'd do early tonight, but they do, and Braden Boyd is going to go down in the backfield. 
for a loss. Yeah, loss of two, it looks like two or three. And that was from the 15-yard line, not the 13. Now they're on the 13 with the loss of two. So that'll set up second and 12 for the Vikings. Minutemen early on here trying to keep the Vikings deep in their own end. As River Valley, they'll take the snap and flinging it down the far sideline way over the head of Keon Shadone. And the pass there from his brother, Caden. Well, here's a great spot for Lex. I mean, third and 12 from their own, from, I mean, River Valley's 13. Got him pinned deep, get a big stop here. It's gonna be hard, you're gonna be punting from the goal line. And I believe it's actually Shadon, Nick. That's what we were gonna go with, correct? I, I thought so. It is not Shidon. I know that for a fact, but I can't remember the exact pronunciation as he throws it out near side to the 20 and a great open field tackle that actually forced a fumble by Corbin Green. And the hit was made on Shadon. Keon, the wide receiver there, with a nice catch, but he was trying to get around Corbin. Corbin came up and stuck him and actually forced a fumble that went out of bounds. So the Vikings do get nine yards there, but it's going to set up fourth and three, and now back go the Minutemen to return this punt. You're going to have Corbin Green right at the 50-yard line. Caden Eichler also at the 50. The punt is away. It's a high one. It's going to be taken by Caden at the 50. He's going to make a move down the near sideline. 45. He's to the 40 and tackled down at the 37. Great field position for the Minutemen right off the bat. And a lot of traffic there, but Eichler said, I'm going to catch and run anyway. And Nick, this the start of this game, extremely similar to what we saw last week at Madison. Just what you want. I mean, you're on... You're already in River Valley territory on the 37. I mean, couldn't ask for better field position. And a three and out for the defense. Yep. Same thing that happened last week, and we all know what happened last week. First and 10 minute men. Cole Pauly going to go in the pistol with two left from the 37. Takes the snap. Give Carson Berry up the middle, and he's through a little bit of a hole there out to the 32, a gain of five on first down. And Carson Berry already with some positive yardage. First play of the game. And you'll take those all day. Five-yard runs all day. Second and five coming up, and this is the Minutemen bread and butter right here. Second and short situations because they can kill you in a number of ways. Is Cole Polly going to go in the single back pistol this, this time? Two wide to the right, one to the left. Second and five. He takes the snap. He's looking right. He throws. He's got Baden Forup at the 25 to the 20 and down to the 16-yard line. A first down Minutemen. Big gain for Baden Forup there from Cole Pauley. A gain of 16. And the tight ends have been open a lot in the, in the past games, and they finally connect. And it's good to see Baden get a catch early, and he was wide open in the middle of the field there. First and 10 Minutemen. In the red zone for the first time already tonight. And they're at the River Valley 16-yard line. They come out. They're going to split off two to the right in the pistol. Corbin Green on the right hip of Cole Pauley. Carson Berry behind him. First and 10 from the 16. He takes the snap. He gives. Carson Berry off the left side. 15 down to the 10. And he reaches for the 9. We'll see where they mark him. But a great gain again on first down for Carson Berry. And this O-line getting a lot of push up front. River Valley's D-line not very big, and Lex is having their way so far. 
Badenforp comes back on for Hudson Moore. And that last gain for Carson was a gain of six. Second and four coming up for the Minutemen from the 10-yard line. They'll have two split off to the left this time. Caden Eichler in the slot next to Carter Newman. Cole Pauly in the pistol. He sends Newman in motion, takes the snap. He's going to give to the up man, who's Corbin Green, and he dives and reaches for the five. And he, I believe, got the first down by a half a yard. And we'll see exactly where they mark him, Nick. I thought he got it, but now... short at the seven. He barely missed the first down there. And you're right, Nick. He's Well, they marked it kind of at the six and a half. He needs to get to the six. So third and barely a half a yard. As the first down stick on the sideline and the third down marker are almost touching each other. So third and a half a yard. Cole Pauly going to go in the pistol again with two wide to the left. Third and one, takes the snap, give. Carson Berry off the left side to the five, and he gets down to the three. So they're just kind of killing River Valley here with a 1,000 a paper cuts. I mean, really no big plays yet. The biggest one of the drive so far was a 16-yard pass to Baton for it, but they're just slowly yep. running the ball down the field, and this drive started at the 37. One, and Lex keeps bringing Carter Newman in motion. Yep. I mean, that's going to set something up here down the line. I wouldn't be surprised. They might look forward right here, a little jet sweep to him. First and goal from the three-yard line. Cole Pauly in the pistol again, sends Newman in motion. They will give, though, to Carson Berry, who's off the right side. Now jukes up the middle and gets in. Touchdown, Minutemen. Carson Berry with number 20 on the year. And Lexington on their quest for a playoff spot. Take the lead first. Made that drive look pretty easy. They really did. <laughs> they they were two, never in danger. They took three minutes off the clock. The only, <laughs> the only type of adversity they faced on that drive was a third down and a half a yard, and they got that easy. And the rest was cake. A.J. Young on to attempt the extra point. Cole Pauly will hold. He takes the snap, gets the hold down. A.J. Young boots it through the uprights and makes it 7-0. Minutemen on top early here. 8.09 to go, first quarter. 7-0, fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, a great start if you're a Minutemen fan. As they already lead this thing 7-0, the defense forced a three and out early on, and the offense wasted no time going 37 yards and getting into the end zone on the legs of Carson Berry, who's now at 20 touchdowns on the year. That's incredible. It is. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that, that is no, nothing short of incredible. So A.J. Young has it up on the tee again, and he boots it down the far sideline, and yes. it's going to roll into the end zone, a touchback for the Minutemen, and 
You could tell Boyd was over there hoping it was going to go out on the sideline, but it squeaked its way down the sideline and into the end zone for a touchback. So River Valley will set up for the second time tonight with only seven yards of offense so far to this point. And they will set things up at the 20-yard line. So Shadon comes out. He'll have five wide, two to the left, three to the right. First and ten from the 20, takes the snap. He's looking near side. It was tipped at the line, but caught. Wow. As a broken play is going to end up a gain of 25 down the near sideline to the 45-yard line, Grant Butler. Great concentration. Is that ball, I believe it was tipped, Nick. It, maybe, it uh, looked my... like it was anyway. When and looked, then, they were trying to set up that bubble screen. and Yes, and that the... kind of fell apart. So yeah. then Shadon went down the field with it instead, and now they're going to hurry up. They're already taking the snap, and Shadon's going to be sacked back at the 37, and Leighton Nosa was in there for the Minutemen. The big loss, too. Well, and River Valley was trying to hurry up there, and maybe that'll slow them down a little bit. A loss of seven, second and 17 coming up. River Valley's got it at their own 38-yard line, and now they will uh, slow down just a little bit. It's interesting we didn't see that the first drive, and now they get a first down on that couple plays ago, and they're right back up to the line. But obviously a sack is going to slow you down a little bit. Shadon back in the shotgun, takes the snap, and he's looking down the far sideline. He throws a bomb, and it is broken up. Great defense on the far sideline by A.J. Young, and it actually hit him in the back of the helmet. <laughs> it sure did. He was right there. Yeah, A.J. step for step was that Garrett Bright out there on the far side. Step for step with him all the way down the field. And, Nick, that sets up a third and 17. That sack was huge yeah. because it killed what could have been a great drive for River Valley, and the Minutemen killed it right away. Shadon back in the shotgun, three wide to the left, two to the right, takes the snap. He's back, he's looking, and he might be sacked again. He gets out of there. He does get a pass off down the middle of the field. It's incomplete. And that was to his brother, Keon, and right through his hands. Cohen Moore was there. Well, one first down, and... Fourth and 18, here we are. So, yes, River Valley did get a 25-yard pass play to start that drive, but then they lost seven yards immediately and never recovered. So it's fourth and 17 from the 38, River Valley. The punt is blocked, and it's going to be recovered by the minute, minute, the 30. Jordan Byrice got in there and blocked it. And he was due for one this season because he's been close to a lot of them, and he just happens to get a big one there. And he came flying off sure that left did. side. It fell right into Cohen Moore. And guess what, Nick? Minutemen with another short field. They've got the ball. This is going to be put down at the 31. This is even shorter than the first possession started. Man, you could not ask for a better start from the Minutemen right now. And River Valley literally had the ball for less than one minute. And Lex has it right back again. So the Minutemen come out, Cole Pauly in the pistol. He takes the snap from the 31. He's back, he's gonna roll left, he's gonna be wrapped up and he's sacked all the way back at the 44. Big loss there on first down for the Minutemen. 
Yeah, it looked like Cole was trying to get his shoulders set to try and get the ball away, but just wasn't able to get out of the grasp of the River Valley Knights, well, Vikings. So that'll set up second and 19 for the Minutemen. So both teams going back and forth here with sacks, but thankfully the Minutemen scored on their first possession. So when I like the aggressive call there, you just get a big momentum changing play. You want to take Looking a shot down deep. the field. Yeah, yep. just nothing was there. Cole Pauly this time going to go in the shotgun with five wide, three to the right, two to the left, and we're going to have movement from one of the receivers. And I think that was A.J. Young down here on the near sideline. Well, second and 24 now. So the Minutemen come out here after a big loss, second and 24 and a penalty. Cole Pauly takes the shotgun snap. He's going to look right side. He's got his man. It's Carter Newman to the 30, spins and gets down to the 25 and down to the 21. Right near a first down, and he might have gotten the first down again. Possibly here of 25, we'll see where they mark it. Yeah, I thought, yeah, they're um, they're signaling first. Wow. Big play there and a nice spin move by yeah. Carter. Bounced right off the defender. First and 10 minute men right at the 21 yard line. They come out of the huddle. And they'll send two to the left. Cole Pauly in the pistol, sends Carter Newman in motion, takes the snap, they'll give off the left side. Carson Berry trying to get the edge, 20. He's down to the 17 and trucks a guy and runs him over out of bounds. Gain of four. And didn't even skip a beat either. He, he takes the contact and just keeps chugging his legs and it looked like there was nothing that even affected him. So after that run by Carson, they actually gave him five there. Second and five coming up for the Minutemen. They are in the red zone again at the 16-yard line. Cole Pauly sends Carter Newman to the right and off to the left, Mason Thomas. Actually, that's Cam Crago. He takes the snap. He's going to roll right. He throws, and he's got a man. It's caught down at the six and making a tumbling grab is Baden Forup. His second grab of the night and another first down Minutemen. First and goal coming up from the six-yard line. And if it ever seems tonight, listening from home, like I don't know who is who, that's because these gray jerseys from Lexington are just not the most broadcast-friendly jerseys. No, they're not. So I cannot always tell the difference between a, a couple of the players. First and goal from the six-yard line. Cole Pauly in the pistol with two left. He takes the snap. He gives Corbin Green up the middle. He's fighting, and he's down to the two, maybe the one. And they'll give him the two-yard line, a gain of four. So Corbin Green getting in early on the action with some, some touches. And we saw him get into the end zone once last week at Madison. 
Second and goal. Minutemen come out of the huddle. They'll send Caden Eichler and Carter Newman off to the left. Cole Pauly in the pistol. Second and goal from the two. Takes the snap. They'll give off the left side. Carson Berry juking around. He's dancing around. He's fighting. And I think they're going to give him the one-yard line, a gain of one. And actually, that wasn't Carson Berry. That was probably Jordan Byrice. And it was. And now Carson Berry checks back into the ball game. Yeah, normally Jordan's able to find some way to get through there. He always seems to punch him in from one yard out. So the Minutemen here will try again. <clears throat> Third and goal from the one. They'll send Caden Eichler off to the left. Carter Newman slot left. Cole Pauly in the pistol. Third and goal from the one-yard line. He takes the snap. He gives Carson Berry off the right side. He finds a hole and gets in. Touchdown. Minutemen. Carson Berry, second of the night already. And we haven't even played nine minutes yet. And he's got 21 on the year now. And he just keeps racking them up I by mean, the bundle. It, it, it's incredible. I mean, every week it's just... No one seems to have an answer for him. He always finds his way to the end zone. On that one, there was a gaping oh, hole yeah. on the right side, yeah. so the offensive line doing a great job for Carson this year. Extra point attempt. Snap is back. Cole Pauly gets the hold down. It's a good one, and the kick is up, and it is right down the middle, and it even hits the flagpole that is uh, lined up directly behind the field goal post. If it hits the flagpole, you know it's good. Almost like watching Ohio State. Got that big flagpole down there in the uh, the corner of the horseshoe directly behind the field goal post. So when you watch on TV, oftentimes the kickers will hit it. Similar situation here. And A.J. Young just nailed the flagpole. 14-0, Lexington on top. 3.17 to go in the first quarter. And this is extremely reminiscent of the game last week at Madison. Just Lexington doing everything right. River Valley hasn't crossed midfield yet. And now the question is, Nick, can they just put River Valley out of their misery as early as they did to Madison last week? You'd That's like, the question, Mark. Yeah, you'd like to think so. And like you mentioned in the pregame, Nick, I mean, the way – we were hoping this is exactly what would happen. Right. You punch River Valley in the mouth, and hopefully on a cold night like this, maybe they'll just give up, and we're, <laughs> we're about to see already if that's going to happen, and we're not even through the end of the first quarter yet. A.J. Young has it teed up at the 40-yard line. He'll boot it from right to left, and it's a little squib kick. It's a pop-up kick, and it's going to roll down the near sideline. It's still a live ball, and the minute mid jump on it on the near sideline. Carter Newman got on it. Oh, my goodness. Two River Valley Vikings dove at the ball and just kind of squeaked out of there. And Carter Newman got on his horse and fall, he fell right on it. <laughs> and A.J. Young could not have put that in a better oh spot down the near sideline. He did that last week at Madison yep. and the same result. I mean, that was just perfect. Unbelievable. That thing on any other <laughs> field. Oh, that's it's dying. Right? That's gonna. That's yes. That's gonna. Or it's gonna go out of bounds. Yeah. And tonight the conditions were perfect. Unreal, man. Unbelievable. 
So the Minutemen, <laughs> Nick, it keeps getting shorter. I know. I thought their first drive was great field position at the 37. Then they got the second drive at the 31. And now the third drive tonight is going to be at the 18-yard line. And these are all on River Valley side of the field. I'm not talking about the Lex 37 and the Lex 31. I'm talking about the River Valley side of the field. I'm, I'm, so I'm at a loss. So if the pattern like, continues, Nick, we're going to get the next drive on the five-yard line. Yeah. I mean, special teams in this first quarter. Man. You block the punt, and now you get recover the onside kick. Unbelievable. I've been saying it all week. If Lexington gets into the playoffs, I would be really upset to be the team that was a four or five seed that has to play Lexington because uh, their record is not in, uh, you know, indicative of how good they really are. Cole Pauley going to start the drive from the 18 in the pistol. One to each side. He takes the snap. He's going to roll right. Now look back to the left down the middle of the field in the end zone. It was caught and dropped by Caden Eichler and a big hit in the end zone. And Caden is down near the goal post, and the River Valley defender is down. Now Caden's already up. Yeah, there's a big collision. And the two River Valley guys ran into each other pretty much. Everybody that was down briefly there is already up and running off the field. So, Man, and they, man. Had, they had Baden Forp wide open again on that same play. They've hit twice for him already. He was open again. But Cole oh, and even there, Caden had the ball yeah, and just did. got popped, but yeah. he had it. Just couldn't reel it in all the way and complete the play, but man. So they'll try again, second and 10 from the 18. They'll send Crago in the slot left with Carter Newman to his left. Cole Pauley in the pistol. Takes the snap. He's going to give Byrice off the right side. Now he's trying to cut back up the middle and loses his footing. He'll get back to the line of scrimmage. And just what I was saying earlier, Nick. It's, that's going to be a problem tonight. With well, the uh, the conditions of the field, it's going to be a slick one. And Byrice actually loses a half a yard there. So it'll be third and 11 from the 19-yard uh, line. Well, I think with how we've seen A.J. kicking these uh, PATs, I feel like you're comfortable having him out there if you need him to kick a field goal right now. Absolutely. This is in his his yeah. comfort zone. Yes. It's just the, the footing. Is he going to yeah. be able to plant that foot and get a right. kick off? But hopefully they can score here. Right. Pauly in the shotgun this time, two wide to the right, one to the left, and the Vikings jumped, I believe. I think this is going to be a, an encroachment on River Valley. I certainly hope it is, and the referee is pointing that way. So yeah, that's on big. third and 11, that's a big five yards there. It's going to set up third and six from the 13-yard line, or excuse me, from the 14-yard uh, line. So... I didn't even point out that the Minutemen are in the red zone, Nick, because they began in the red zone. It just <laughs> went right over my head there. So Minutemen will stay in the shotgun here. Third and six from the 14. Cole Pauley with two to the right, one to the left, takes the snap. He's going to throw end zone, and it's over the head of Caden Eichler. And that will set up fourth and six, and no doubt here we'll see A.J. Young come on. A.J. hit a field goal last week at Madison. He hit a 33-yarder uh, last week. They will set this one down at the 21. So this will be a 31-yarder, but it's right in the center of the field. 
for A.J. Young. So right where he would want it. Cole Pauly will hold. The snap is back. The hold is a good one. The kick is up, and I believe it is right down the middle, and it almost hits the flagpole again. So A.J. Young makes it 17 to nothing, and he has had a heck of a night tonight with the uh, that last kickoff, sort of a long onside kick that worked perfectly. Now he's got a field goal. He also is two for two on extra points tonight. So A.J. having a big night. Well, if you're Lex, do you do you revisit the pooch here to see if River Valley made any adjustments? I mean, I'm sure, well, I know normally they had, I mean, because they're very shifted over to the far side of the field. This near hash from the hash in um, is wide open. I mean, they don't this have anybody This is sort of how Madison there, lined up last week. Which is so bizarre to me. You would think you just have everyone spread out, cover all the fields, so and then little pooch things like that don't happen. I think you just like to say the word pooch, Nick. Pooch. That's like the 17th pooch. time you've said it tonight, and we've only been here for five minutes. Yeah. 2.02 to go in the first quarter, 17 to nothing. We're not quite there yet, Nick, but we're in the ballpark of talking about a running clock again. Two weeks in a row? That'd be nice. That'd be ideal. We'll see what happens here. River Valley still hasn't crossed midfield yet. A.J. Young will run up and boot it from right to left again for the fourth time already tonight. And Boyd going to take it from the 5 to the 10, cutting across the field 15 to the 20 and out to the 22. So by far the best starting field position for the Vikings tonight. And they're going to start at their own 22-yard line. And we're still in the first quarter over here. I mean, a lot has happened already. So River Valley will bring out their offense and they'll set things up at their own 22. And uh, Caden Shadon, and they're already going to take the snap. Man, they got out of the huddle and took the snap quick and he throws an incomplete pass over to the near sideline. And for the first time tonight, Carson Lang was targeted over here on the near sideline. He's their leading receiver and one of the leading receivers in the MOAC. So far tonight, though, that was the first time a ball has even come in the vicinity of Carson Lang. Second and 10 for the Vikings at their own 22. Shadon's going to come out in the shotgun. He's got three wide to the left, one to the right, takes the snap. He's back. He's throwing down the near sideline and just out of the reach of Lang down here on the near sideline. At the 45-yard line, that would have been a huge play. Man, Lang's first step right off the line was quick. And thankfully... For Lexington, River Valley hasn't been able to connect on one of those long balls yet because they've tried down the side. They've been working both sidelines tonight, but no success yet. And now again, another third and long, third and ten for the Vikings. They'll send five wide this time, three to the left, two to the right. Shadon from the 22 takes the snap. He's back. He's going to move up in the pocket, and Leighton Nose is there to get him back at the 15. And every time tonight that Shadon has moved up in the pocket, the Minutemen have gobbled him up. He just can't step into the pocket and make a throw. The Minutemen are there. And, and the crazy thing is, Lex isn't even really bringing any pressure. It's just these front three D linemen getting after it, and they're making plays. So again, Nick, River Valley going to have to punt 
And it's almost a high snap in the minute. Minute in there, and they almost block another one. I don't know how they got that one out of there, but Corbin Green going to take it. 45 down the near sideline, 40. He's to the 35 and down to the 34. We do have a flag on the play and another flag on the play. We had There's one during so the play many. and two after the play. And, Nick, almost another disaster oh. for River Valley there. How did he get I, that punt out of there? Chase Ebert did a great job to – avoid Byrice, who came off the edge again and was able to get off a decent punt. My <laughs> goodness. And I'm interested to see. Well, I mean, there's a for lot sure of we're going to have a hold down here where Corbin caught the ball. And then over here on the sideline after the play, we're probably going to get offsetting unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. Now, remember last time, Nick, that River Valley was here, uh, their quarterback, whose name yeah. escapes me at this time, uh, he got kicked out of that game in the uh, second half. That's right. And a sideline altercation. And, uh, yeah, looks like already tonight here on the near sideline, we're going to have some more activity. And the referee's still getting things sorted out. Like I said, it, my gut's telling me the after the, after the play was over, we're going to have uh, offsetting penalties. But during the play, we're going to have a hold back yeah, near the 50. For sure. So by the time it's all said and done, and then you've got to remember Corbin returned that to the 34. So either way you look at this, Lexington's going to have the ball again to start this possession on the River Valley side of the field. Well, and they're talking to get Coach Gerhardt here first. Well, and they haven't even made their way over to River Valley's side of the field <laughs> to talk to their head coach yet, Matt Green. And he's or excuse me, not Matt Green. They're all assistants <laughs> here on the program. Well, Matt Green was listed first. Well, and it's funny because he's just over there standing, waiting with his hands on his hips like, well, someone going to come talk to me now? And now the referees will make their way over there. 103 to go, by the way. We're still in the first quarter. And in real time, we're over a half hour now in the first quarter. And it looks like the punt return team is back out there. Ooh, this could be huge here. And maybe that's because Coach Gerhardt requested it. So, I mean, the way this punt team for River Valley is struggling, they've already had one blocked and almost snapped that one through the end zone. And now they're going to have to We're, punt all the way back. Oh, my goodness. So, I, the, I, <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh. Helmet to helmet was called on River Valley. And I think they called a block in the back, but for whatever reason, everything offset to the point where the penalties ended up being on River Valley. They're going to have to punt now from their own 15. Their punter, though, himself, Ebert, is back at his own three. And it's a high snap, and it goes over his head, and it's going to roll out of the back of the end zone. Minutemen are going to get a safety, and they'll get the ball back either way. I mean... I mean, just the loss of words, it was the exact same snap again, but the first time Ebert was able to get his hands on it, but man, oh, man. 19 to nothing. Lexington on top, 102 to go in the first quarter. River Valley hasn't even sniffed midfield yet offensively. And this is, Nick, this is almost – last week but magnified yeah i mean really it is 
I mean, things got out of hand last week for Madison early in that game, but River Valley, I mean, this is, Lexington is just putting it on them in every way right now. And, and a lot of it from really River Valley has been self-inflicted. Absolutely. With a blocked punt and uh, a bad snap on a punt. And now they're going to have to kick off the safety kickoff from the 20. Owen Richards will run up, and he'll boot it from left to right. And it's not a bad kick. It's going to be taken by Caden Eichler from the 30 to the 35, 40, 45, down the near sideline, 50, and he's across the 45, down to the 40, and across the 40 to the 38. And we're going to have a flag right in the middle of the field, and inevitably on a kickoff, this will be on Lexington, but a great return again is going to make the penalty uh, not hurt so bad. It's going to be a hold on Lexington. So they'll mark it off at the 50, so it'll be a 10-yard penalty to the 40. So either way, Nick. Yeah, great. I mean, this is the worst, quote-unquote, well, worst field position for Lex. Yeah, but still at their own 40-yard line. And, Nick, if Lexington scores here, it's almost going to equal the same amount of yardage their first three drives took. Yeah. And those first three drives added up to be about 90 yards. This drive right here, they're going to start at the 40. So if they score a touchdown, it'll this drive will be 60 yards. First and 10-minute men at their own 40. They'll send two to the left in the pistol. They'll give on first down up the middle. And Carson Berry fighting, and he's going to get out to about the 43. 45 seconds to go, first quarter. And Carson will get three there, second and seven coming up. We'll have one more play here in the quarter. Jordan Byrice going to come on for Carson Berry. Caden Eichler also comes off the field. Cam Crago comes in. Second and seven coming up. As Lex breaks the huddle here. Carter Newman splits off to the right. Crago off to the left. Cole Pauly in the pistol, second and seven from the 43. Takes the snap, fakes the give. He's going to roll right. He's looking. He's got beaten for a wide open caught. 45-40, down the far sideline, 30, 25-20. Stays in bounds, 15-10, 5, touchdown, Minutemen! As Baden Forup tight rope the sideline, and they're going to say he was out at the one. No way. <laughs> wow. I mean, Baden with the unbelievable effort. All the way down the sideline, I thought he, because he left his feet, he dove. I thought he got in there. Well, as soon as he tried to dive oh there and goodness. get into the end zone, his foot must have, his plant foot when he went to jump must have uh, hit the sideline there. My goodness. <laughs> oh, wow. What an so, end of the quarter. That is the end of the first quarter. They'll mark him down at the two. So when the Minutemen come back out here to start the second quarter, they'll have it first and goal at the two-yard line. They lead it after one quarter here at Lex. It's the Minutemen, 19, River Valley, nothing on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. 
This is Cole Pauley, quarterback for the Minutemen, and you're listening to Lexington Football on VSBN Radio. Hammer down and go Lex. Back here at Lexington where it is going extremely well for the Minutemen as they try to make a late playoff push. They lead it 19 to nothing over River Valley and they're on the two yard line to start the second quarter here. First and goal. Minutemen come out of the timeout and they'll line up. Cole Pauley gonna go in the pistol. He's got Mason Thomas split off to the left. Crago in the slot left. Pauley in the pistol from the two, first and goal. He sends a man in motion, takes the snap. He's going to give to the up man. It's Corbin Green, and he's brought down back at the four. He's going to lose a yard or two. Second and goal coming up, and they will mark it at the four, a loss of two. Man, I need to catch my breath after that Baden play. No and the way he dove into the end zone. <laughs> so funny. He, like, wrapped his body <laughs> around the pylon. That was an unbelievable dive. That was when well, it was just funny watching Baden tightrope down the sideline because <laughs> he's just so lanky as it is. Second and goal, minute men from the four. Cole Pauley in the pistol, sends a man in motion. He takes the snap. He's going to give off the left side. Carson Berry's going to walk into the end zone. Touchdown, minute men, his third of the night. And we just started the second quarter. And that'll make it 25 to nothing here at Lexington. And we are only 46 seconds into the second quarter. And the Minutemen here going to go for two, I believe. And why not? Yeah. And Minutemen trying to get organized here as they initially said they were going to go for the extra point. Now they're going to go for two. It is 25 to nothing now with that touchdown by Carson Berry. So here we go. They'll have one man split off to the left. Cole Pauley in the pistol. Two-point conversion. He hands it off. Corbin Green right up the middle. He's in with a dive. Touchdown. Or excuse me, the extra point. <laughs> And the Minutemen now lead it 27 to nothing here at Lex. 11, 14 to go. Man. I mean, this offense, but I mean, it's it's the defense too that's setting the offense for up for such great success. I mean, that was Lex's quote unquote worst field position, and they were on their own, they were on their own 40-yard line. I mean, it's just Well, and they hit incredible. quick too with that pass play. That's so, Nick, we're going to try to keep track of some scores tonight. Uh, for those of you listening at home, we'll definitely have that Ashland score for you. And then Revere out of Richfield, they're playing tonight, and they're playing a very good team in Aurora. So, thankfully for the Minutemen, it looks like the two teams just ahead of them here are uh, – at least in a position where they're not the favorite. And Ashland uh, already trailing Worcester 14 to nothing, so that's great if you're a Minutemen fan. So that's the first team that Lexington needs to uh, take a loss tonight. And we'll get you some other scores here in just a minute from around the region, but 
hey, that's, that's a great start. Lexington's winning, and Ashland is losing big in both games. A.J. Young runs up and for the first time tonight kicks it left to right. And taken at the 10 to the 15 to the 20 is Boyd cutting across the field, and he'll be tackled right at the 20. And River Valley again. Not great field position for the Vikings, and they are trailing as Lexington has put it on them early here. 27 to nothing, 11.08 to go in the second quarter. I mean, just, just craziness. I mean, who would have, I mean, I know we thought we'd come in here and we'd come out and play play hard, get to a quick start, but I didn't envision 27 Everything nothing. has gone Lexington's <laughs> way. Shadon is going to take the snap, and he's going to run up the middle for a QB draw, and he'll get a half a yard. He's brought down, and way to stay home by the Minutemen. And Shadon, is ran, uh, he's run around a little bit back there tonight, but that was really the first QB-specific draw designed for him tonight, and it went nowhere. Second and nine coming up for the Vikings. And they're going to send three to the left, two to the right, as they hurry up and get back to the line. Shadon in the shotgun by himself. He's going to send a man in motion now. And he'll take the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking. He's going to have to run again. And he's got to sidearm it out of there just to get it away. And he's looking for Lang down the far sideline. And it's short and incomplete. I mean, Shadon does not like to sit back there very long. And then he starts to panic. And he feels like he has to get out of there quick. I mean, playing into Lexington hands, that's for sure. And Nick, again, it is third down and long for the Vikings. Third and nine at their own 21-yard line. And with their punt woes tonight, <laughs> I mean, this is just Lexington's chomping at the bit at this point. As Shadon's got five wide, four to the left this time, one to the right. Third and nine, takes the snap. He's back, he's back. He's looking, and he slips as he throws down Ooh. the middle of the field. What a catch by Lang, and it's a first down out to the 43. Wow. And Lex even had double coverage up there on Lang. DJ Johnson was up top, and Cohen Moore was underneath, but Lang able to make the great grab. And even slipping while throwing Shadon, that was a BB, and he's already back out there, takes the snap on first down and flings it out here near side. And getting about three yards is going to be Blake uh, Mosher for River Valley. Actually give him four. Second and six coming up. Shadon already back out there again in the shotgun. Back to pass. He's looking and he's throwing and he's got his man over the 50. 45 down the far sideline. 40 cutting back in and being upended over there. Was. I can't even see. Yeah, Who was that, that Nick? Was, uh, Braden Boyd. Boyd. Yep. It was. As his number kind of got tangled up there on his jersey. I couldn't tell who it was. And again, River Valley already ready to go. They're at the Lex 35. And, and Lex, Lexington yeah. going to try to slow him down here with a timeout. So for the first time tonight, River Valley's got that rhythm going. And the Lexington defense needs to stop them here before uh, they get a little too confident. Yeah. I mean, from what I've noticed, anytime River Valley's picking up a first down, they're going hurry up as soon as they get the ball set and ready to go. And kind of caught Lex off guard there. So, But still, going back to that third and nine, I mean, Lex had that defended perfectly, but Lang just made a great play on the ball and kind of got this drive going. So while we have a second here, we'll check out some scores. As not only does Lexington have to win tonight, they've got to have a few things go their way. And one of those would be Revere out of Richfield taking a loss tonight. 
and I'm trying to find their score here, and I'm not seeing it. So we're going to have to try to figure out a different way to get it, but we will get that for you. Ashland, who's right ahead of Lexington in the region, is losing right now 14-0. Out of the timeout, Shadon's going to throw it down the middle of the field, and he's got his man. What a catch, and a great job to hang on to that one by Blake Mosher. Wow, down into the red zone at the... At the Lex 14-yard line. My goodness, what a catch. Right in the middle of the field with a defender draped on him. I didn't see who that was, but already Shadon back in there takes the shotgun snap, flings it near side, Ooh. and it's almost picked off, and that might have been caught. And it was. Caden Eichler came up. It looked like he might pick it off. It went through his arms and into the arms of Grant Butler down at the 11. Oh, my goodness. Two Unbelievable catches in a row for River Valley. A gain of eight there. They're down to the six. It's second and two. Shadon going to go into the shotgun. He's got three wide right, two, uh, one left. Takes the snap, and he's back, and he's looking into the end zone. It's tipped and through the end zone incomplete. And, Nick, I need to get my breath back here as yeah, River Valley seriously. just going extremely quick here. Well, and here we are, third down. Big third down coming up, yeah. third and two coming up. Well, with the way the game's going, this is obviously four down territory. There's no way you're kicking a field goal. Right. But if Lex can Love get, to get a sack big here. Stop. Oh, absolutely. So River Valley going to send three to the right, one to the left. It is third and two from the Lex six-yard line. Shadon takes the snap. He's going to run up the middle. He's stuffed, and oh, he's going to fight man, out of the first tackle and effort. gets down to the one. Wow. Oh, wow. Gain of five. So that'll set up first and goal from the one. Just under nine minutes to go here in the second quarter. Lexington up 27 to nothing. But River Valley for the first time tonight trying to strike here. Yep, showing some life. Shadon going to have two uh, to the right, one to the left. And I'd be surprised if it wasn't a QB keeper. Shadon takes the snap, and he will keep it up the middle, and he's going to squeak into the end zone. And River Valley will have their first score of the night from one yard out. Quarterback Caden Shadon. And that'll make it 27-6, the extra point from Owen Richards is pending here, snap is back, it's a good one, the hold is down and the kick is blocked and that's gonna help Lexington at least get a little bit of that momentum back. They block an extra punt or an extra point and Nick, it's unfortunate in high school because Lexington would have returned that for a two point conversion there. Uh, I, what even happens on a, bl a blocked PAT? It is two points, right? It is right? two points, yep. So that could have been two for Lex the other way, but in high school, once a kick is blocked, that's it. At least on an extra point. But either way, kind of saves a little bit of momentum there after Lex gives up their first touchdown of the night. But they do hold on the extra point, and it is 27-6 now. Lex on top by 21. And they'll be set to get the ball back here with 8.42 to go in the ballgame. But Nick... With a lead like this and the play style that Lex has, I mean, this is just right in Coach Gerhardt's wheelhouse. So here we go on the kickoff. The first one of the night, well, I guess the second one if you 
count the safety kickoff, but Owen Richards will kick it from right to left. He pops it up, and the Minutemen are under it. It's Jordan Byrice at the 25. He's to the 30. He's to the 35, and he's brought down as he actually squeaked forward to the 37, and we've got some extra curricular activity over here from River Valley, and the referee just kind of walks right by it and doesn't say a word. Man, that was way after the whistle. That was weird. One of the Lexington Minutemen, I think it was Mason Green, just got tackled after the whistle on a block way down the field, too. Great field position here from Lex, though. And again, yeah, Nick, they're going to start at their own 38-yard line, which by first quarter standards, this is horrible field position, <laughs> but just in terms of the game of football in general, this is outstanding field position for the Minutemen from their own 38-yard line. Cole Polly will bring them out off the sideline. Caden Eichler split off to the left. Carter Newman splits off to the right. Cole Polly in the pistol. First and 10 from the 38. He will give Carson Berry off the left side, trying to get the edge. He's to the 45, and he's very close to a first down, I think. And they'll give him the 46. Yep, he's a couple of yards short, so give him eight on that one. And it is amazing to me how, really, Baden Forup, Carson Berry, um, maybe Byrice as well, they get to that edge and they just manage to somehow stay in bounds. I don't understand how they do it. One split off to the left, one off to the right for Cole Pauley, second and two. He's going to take the snap, fake the give and roll right. He's going to throw right. He's got Corbin Green. He's got a first down, down the near sideline, 45-40, and he's out of bounds down at the near sideline, 41-yard line, or excuse me, 36-yard uh, line. And a big first down. Catch and run there from Corbin Green. And uncharacteristically, actually just went out of bounds on his own he power. Did. Didn't try to run he over did. anybody or do and anything actually, extra. I'll give him the 35. <laughs> so a big gain there for the Minutemen, and they're in River Valley territory again. At the River Valley 35-yard line, they'll send... Eichler and Scotty Roush off to the right. Carter Newman splits off to the left. Cole Pauly in the single back pistol. Takes the snap. He'll give. Byrice off the left side. He's got a huge hole. And he's down to the 20. And trucks a guy over the 15. Down to the 14-yard line. And I'm not sure Byrice was even down there. His, his, he didn't actually touch the ground with any elbow or knee. And he got up still running. But the referee right there said he was down. It looked like he almost flipped over the defender there and stayed on his feet. I mean, the running attack that Lex have is just is just a nightmare for any defense. I mean, first you start with Carson, and then you give Corbin a couple carries. Then you have Jordan Byrice, who is, I mean, as good as anyone else. I mean, it's incredible. First and 10 minute men, two off to the left, one to the right. Pauly takes the pistol snap, fakes the give. He's going to roll right. He's looking right. He's still rolling right. He's going to run, and he gets out of bounds down at about the 12. He might have gotten a couple of yards. They might actually mark him at the 13, so a gain of, gain of one. Second and nine coming up from the 13-yard line, and the minute men again in the red zone, and they've been good in the red zone tonight. Actually, they've been perfect. And probably a good decision there from Cole. I know there there's a couple guys that were waving their arms. Think I mean, it was a tight window, so probably the great call from Cole just to tuck it, get what he could get. Second and ten, or se second and nine, excuse me. 
Second and nine from the 14. Pauly in the pistol again. Two split off to the left. He sends Carter Newman in motion. Takes the snap. He'll give Byrice off the left side. A gaping hole. And he just can't quite get through there. And we're going to have a hold on Lex anyways. I mean, he had a huge hole. With Corbin Green leading the way. But just one Viking was able to kind of dive at the ankles there of Byrice and get him down. But like I said, it's not going to matter anyway because there was a hold on the play, and that's going to set the Minutemen back 10 yards here from the spot of the foul, and we'll see where it ends up. All the way back to the 22. Oof, big penalty. So you're right there, Nick. Big loss. And the Minutemen going to be... All the way back, like Nick said, at the uh, River Valley 22. Second and 18, they bring out four wide receivers, two to each side, and Cole Pauly going to go in the shotgun this time. He takes the snap. He's back. He's being rushed immediately. He has to roll right. He's still rolling. He's pointing down the field, and he's going to have to run out of bounds again on the near sideline. Gets back to about the original line, or excuse me, the line of scrimmage on that play. The original line of scrimmage is all the way up at the 14. He went out of bounds at about the 21, so give him a yard. And Nick's still trying to find here some <laughs> scores. I was trying to find that Revere score as well. This They're Revere hard score to find. is extremely <laughs> difficult to find. So we'll skip that one for now and check in elsewhere. Let's go see what Cleveland Central Catholic is doing as they took on Warrensville Heights tonight. But first, this play. Third and 17. Cole Pauly in the single back pistol. Two to the left, one to the right. He takes the snap. He's throwing right down the middle of the field and through the hands of Baden Forup. And now an interesting decision to make here for Coach Gerhardt. And he'll send on the field goal unit. A.J. Young going to attempt a deep one here. And that was going to be a tough catch from Baden. There's some traffic around. He was going to take a shot if he caught it. That's no question. So fourth down, fourth and 17. 7.04 to go in the ball game, or in the ball game, in the second <laughs> quarter. <laughs> the way the first quarter went, it feels like the ball game's almost over. This will be a 38-yarder for A.J. Young. A great snap, great hold by Cole Pauly. The kick is up, and it is a good one, and it is right through the left upright for A.J. Snuck in there, didn't it? 38 yards, and the Minutemen extend their lead to 24. It is 30 to 6 here at Lexington on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, a team that is just a couple of spots ahead of Lexington in the standings. Copley is down 28 to nothing to Highland. The other Highland, not the Sparta Highland. 
So that's a good thing for the Minutemen. It just seems like everything that's supposed to go right tonight is going right. Well, Neil, we were even talking about it a couple days ago, looking at the potential scenarios, and Lex had probably the most favorable matchup out of a lot of the teams ahead of us. Absolutely, as A.J. Young gets set to boot it, and this is a deep kick, and Lang's going to take it from his own six down the near sideline. He's out to the 18 and bottled up and swallowed up by the Minutemen kick coverage team. And they'll get him down there, and they'll give him the 20, actually. A generous spot for River Valley. And this kickoff team has been solid all year long. I mean, they fly down, they, they, they make the right plays, they tackle well. And when they're tackling, I mean, it's not just one guy making a solo tackle. It's three or four of them all gang tackling. First and 10, River Valley going to come out at their own 20-yard line. Shadon is... Going to be in the shotgun. He's got two wide to each side. And he takes the snap. He'll fake a give. He's going to look right and throw right. And Lang out there with a great grab. He'll gain four. Maybe they'll give him five here to the 25-yard line. And he had to go up the ladder for that one and make the grab. Second and five coming up. I always, ha I always hated running those routes as a receiver. The, the five-yard outset. They just take forever to develop because you got to throw it all the way across the field, but they work. Second and five, River Valley comes out at their own 25-yard line. 6.20 to go, second quarter. Shadon in the shotgun, takes the snap. He's looking, and out of the backfield, he missed his man. It was Boyd right through his hands. Third and five coming up, and the clock stops, which is not good. Well, it's kind of a bittersweet thing if you're River Valley. You want the clock to stop to get back in it, but you also kind of want to keep running the clock here so Lex has less time with the ball because Lexington has scored on every possession tonight. Well, so you want to limit their possessions. And they could go up 30 with a touchdown right before half. Absolutely. Right now it's 30-6. to six. Another touchdown for Lex would put this game into running clock territory, but, of course, that doesn't start until the second half. And we're going to have movement, River Valley. Right as Shadon took the snap there. The receiver here on the near side went early. So that five yards they got on first down is negated, and now it's going to be third and ten. River Valley again in a third and long situation deep in their own end, and you don't want to have to punt again if you're River Valley because that has just not been good for the Vikings tonight. Now, if Eber can get a clean catch, he's he's had some pretty good punts, but that's yep. been the problem. So third and ten, a big play here for both teams. As Shadon takes the four-wide shotgun snap, he's looking. He's going to have to roll right. He's going to throw it right down the far sideline, and coming back and making a grab is Carson Lang, and wow. he's going to get down to the Lex 41, and that was just pure <laughs> concentration by Lang to get to that ball. What a catch, and that is why he is in the top five leading receivers in the MOAC. I mean, that ball is in the air forever, too. DJ Johnson right in position, but like you said, Lang was able just to come back and make a play on the ball. First and 10, River Valley across midfield to the 41-yard line, and Shadon takes the snap. He's back. He's looking down the middle of the field. He's got a man, but he overshoots him. It was Boyd, and Boyd, instead of kind of running in stride underneath it, he turned around and stopped running and then jumped up and tried to catch it. And I think even if he came down with that, Caden Eichler was flying over, ready to lay a hit on him. Second and 10, River Valley at the Lex 41-yard line. Shadon looking over for the call here. 
5.50 to go, second quarter. Lex up 30-6. to six. Shadon with three wide to the left, one to the right. He takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's looking. He's rolling right. He's being forced right now, and he's going to have to throw at the last second down the sideline. It is incomplete. Great pursuit by the Minutemen and great coverage down the field on the sideline there as Carson Lang tried to come up with another Superman-type <laughs> catch, but he just couldn't do it on the sideline. He almost did. Third and ten coming up. And like you mentioned a little bit ago here, Nick, I mean, River Valley, you got to go for it at this point. Right. Even though it's the second quarter, the clock is not your friend at this point, the way Lexington runs the ball. And even here in the second quarter, you're already talking about having to go for it on fourth and long if you get into that situation. It's third and ten. Shadon takes the shotgun snap, fakes a give. He's going to... Step back to pass, and the Minutemen are going to get in there, and he shovels off a pass, and down the near sideline to the 30, to the 25-20, and getting a first down. And there's going to be a hold here by the Vikings, but Boyd came out of there as Shadon was going down, about to be sacked, and flipped the ball out of there to Boyd. It's still wow. going to be a first down even after the penalty, but the penalty will help a little bit. But, man, that one stings. That was lucky. Oh, geez. Because even though you know River Valley doesn't want to punt at this point, they would have had to after that sack. That was yeah. going to be a deep one. Wow. And uh, still a penalty on River Valley, so we'll see what happens here. I would assume it's – well, this may still be third down, Nick. It's just going to be third and a lot shorter. Yeah. Or unless they count the play and make it fourth down. Well, repeat third. So, yes, they will repeat third down, third and three. But River Valley does move up a little bit. We're going to have a timeout, Lex. Big play coming up here, and you get the sense that uh, Coach Gerhardt thinks that way as well. well. I'd imagine Coach Massey here going to dial some kind of blitz or some kind of stunt up here on this third down play because getting a stop here, getting a getting any loss of yardage here is, would be – Huge, just to make that fourth down attempt a little bit harder. So checking back into the OCC, it is Worcester 14, Ashland 7. If you're sitting at home and you're trying to keep track, we need Ashland to lose. Worcester hanging on to a slim lead. It is Mansfield Senior 28, Madison nothing. West Holmes 36, Mount Vernon 7. So really no close games here in the OCC tonight. <laughs> Other than that Ashland one, which we need to not be close. Of course, that's the one that's yeah. close. Try to keep some, uh, keep an eye out on some other scores for you. And we'll definitely have some more at halftime, which is still 528 away. Third and three, a big play here, Shadon. And the shotgun by himself takes the snap. He's back. He's going to roll left. He's going to run, and he's just tripped up, and he might be a yard shy. I think he is. Great pursuit and way to follow through there. And just diving at the ankles of Shadon was Briar Miller there. And it's going to be fourth and one, Nick, an absolutely enormous play here. I mean, this potentially, I, I hate to say it, but this is, this is a very huge play. If Lex is able to get the big stop here, then extend the lead. Makes that second half a lot quicker. Fourth and one, here we go. Three to the right, one to the left. Shadon in the shotgun. He will 
Take the snap. He's going to run left, and he's going to get the first down to the 30. Takes a hard hit, but manages to fall forward. And a good hit there as Byrice came up and stuck him, but I think Shadon was already past the line by the time Byrice got there anyway. First down, River Valley, but they are just killing the clock here on this drive, which is a good thing for the Minutemen. 30-6, Lexington on top. River Valley is driving here, but they're using the clock up. They've got it first and 10 at the Lex 28-yard line. Shadon still getting things sorted out here. He's got three split off to the right, one to the left. Boyd's going to be on his left hip. Shadon takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's loading up and going deep to the end zone down on the far sideline, and they're going to call a pass interference on the far sideline, and I think that was D.J. Johnson. It, he was there, Yeah. and he kind of swatted at the ball, but uh, evidently – I mean, that one had to be pass interference, Nick, because three flags <laughs> yeah, came in. All at the same time, My too. goodness. And that was just a bomb by Shadon there. Yeah, I mean, he really did load up and chuck it down there. He threw it from the near sideline to the far corner of the end zone at about the 35-yard line. That was just an absolute well, now gunslinger mode there. Knocking on the door. So the pass interference will put them into the red zone now. River Valley down to the Lex 14. This is this could be an interesting turning point either way here, Nick. For either one of these teams, as Shadon takes the shotgun snap, he's going to load up. He's going to go into the end zone. Caught wide open, far corner. And a touchdown for Blake Mosher. And that ball just kind of floated on over from this near sideline all the way into the far corner again. And just when Lex thinks that they've got River Valley down and out, they come back and they've managed to put together a couple of nice drives. It's 30-12 to 12 now. River Valley going to go for two to try to get those points back. The one point that they missed earlier plus the point they uh, could get here. <clears throat> and they'll come out. So the extra point, the two-point conversion from the three-yard line here. Shadon will have three to the left this time, one to the right. He takes the shotgun snap. He's back. He's looking. He's looking. He's going to have to roll right. There's nobody over to the right. He's going to have to just fling it to the end zone. It's tipped by a couple of minute men and incomplete. Did I see a flag come down? And I did in the end zone. This may be on Lexington. I hope it's not. And it's on the same side of the field that Shadon rolled out to where there was really nothing there. So if the Minutemen held, I don't know if it was necessary and it is going to be holding. Half the distance to the goal and they'll retry the two-point conversion. So 4.06 to go, second quarter. It is 30-12. And River Valley going to go for two again here. And they'll send two to the left, two to the right this time. Haven't seen this one much. Usually there's three off to one side. As Shadon takes the shotgun snap, he's going to throw end zone, and it's incomplete wide of his receiver. So that's actually big for the Minutemen again. They've made up two points on special teams, essentially. They blocked an extra point earlier, and then they just now stopped River Valley on a two-point conversion to hold them down to 12 when they should have 14, which could be huge at the end of this game. Yeah, for sure. And right now it is 30-12. to 12. Minutemen on top, 4.06 to go. Now, what you need to do here, Nick, 
is have a nice long drive and score with about a minute left in the half, ideally. I mean, it's easier said than done, but tonight the Minutemen have scored on every time, uh, every possession. Every time they've touched the ball, they've come out with points. So you got to like their odds to do that again here. Now you also have to watch for sort of an onside kick or a gimmicky kick here from River Valley. But am I mistaken, Nick? Uh, Lexington does get the ball to start the second half, so they could really yeah. flip this momentum right back around on River Valley in a hurry. If you score here to end the half and come oh. out and punch them right away, this game is going to be over. Yes. Because at that point, you'd have a running clock, and I know Lexington has blown a couple of leads this year, but they have not blown a running clock lead. That is not uh, – that is very difficult to do because <laughs> once that clock stops running or starts running, it does not stop, and it runs quickly. Yes, it does. Last week it was a oh, running clock, and they had the clock incredible. running before the second half kickoff even happened. The clock was running already. A squib kick going to be taken by Scotty Roush to the 35. To the 40, makes a nice cut, and he gets out to the 45. Minutemen with great field position. And, Nick, I would almost, if I were River Valley, I would have tried to kick that one deep because you just yeah. gave Lexington the 45-yard line for free there. I mean – River Valley, I know they want to hit the panic button. This half has not gone their way at all, and it does not feel good if you're the Vikings. But you're only down 18 here with still four minutes to go in the second quarter. Yeah, I'm I mean, not sure a squib kick there is necessary. Yeah, this, because This game is very far from being over. I mean, With the no way doubt. Lex's offense is playing, too, giving them the ball at the 45, right. you're just asking them to score. And they come out. Carter Newman off to the right. Eichler off to the left. Baden Forp motions from left to right at the tight end spot. Pauly takes the pistol snap. He'll give to the up man and a gain of one. Corbin Green's going to get the carry. And Corbin is hurt and may have re-aggravated that ankle injury. Well, and I, and I've, I've noticed him limping around, gimping around on the sidelines, getting some attention. But, yeah, he knows – and he just slammed his helmet down, actually. He's uh, frustrated, as he has been for a lot of the year with that ankle, Nick. That ankle yeah. injury happened back, I think, in week three against Clear Fork, and he just still has not been right since then. He's played every game since then, uh, except maybe the, the one right after Clear Fork when we went to Mount Vernon. But uh, he's he has not been 100% since that injury, and it's been clear throughout the year you could see him hobbling around quite often, and this one, this late in the season, Nick, you don't want to speculate, but he certainly uh, does not look like he's going to be back in tonight. Yeah, he's not putting really any pressure on that ankle at all. And uh, he did get a yard on that carry, so once he's off and we resume play, it'll be second and nine minute men at their own 46. Well, and I guess if there is a bright side to this with Corbin, well, at least offensively, you have a guy by the name of Hudson Moore that is his backup at the up-back position who's just as capable as anyone. I mean, All right. So, but defensively, that's where, that's where it's going to yep. hurt because he Corbin does a lot on the defense. He calls out a lot of the coverages. I mean, he, he's their leader out there. Second and nine. For the Minutemen, they're at their own 46-yard line. They'll have two split off to the left, one to the right. Pauly in the single back pistol takes the snap. He'll give Carson Berry off the right side. He's bottled up. He got a yard, maybe two, 
as he falls forward to the 48. Uh, but really, for the first time tonight, Nick, the Minutemen are going to have a third and long other than when they're deep in River Valley territory. They have had to settle for two field goals tonight, but they have not had a third down and long on their own side of the field tonight. So this is by far offensively the biggest the biggest uh, adversity they've faced as it's third and seven. From their own 48, Cole Pauly in the pistol with two to the left this time. He will send a man in motion, takes the snap. He'll give off the right side. It's Byrice with a hole. He's to the 45-40. He's to the 35. Breaking tackles, 30. Down the near sideline, 20. He stays in bounds, down to the 10. Whew. Jordan Byrice exploded. Right off the right side, and then he ended up breaking a couple of tackles. And actually, that was that Carson? Yeah, I think it was. It was Carson Berry. I thought it was Byrice coming through there. That was Carson Berry down the near sideline for a total of how many, I, Nick, I on that one? It. it happened so quick. They're only they, – they Wow, they out said the he 25. stopped out at the – so they took away 15 yards and said he stepped out back here at the 25. Still wow. a gain of 27. I think it's that arm sleeve. Carson doesn't usually yeah. wear it, and Jordan does, so I thought it was Jordan Byrice. As on first down, they'll give Carson Berry off the right side again to the 15 and stumbling down to the 12. Man, Another first down. Running with a purpose tonight. Carson again on that one. And, yeah, that is odd, Nick. He's wearing an arm yeah. sleeve on the right side of his well, – on like, his right arm. And Jordan normally wears one on his left arm. But Carson usually goes – bare-armed out yeah, there, and yeah. that's why I was confused yeah. on that one play. It looked like Jordan Byrice coming out of there. Well, you had me convinced. <laughs> First and 10, Minutemen at the uh, River Valley 12 in the red zone. Once again, they'll have one split off to each side. Pauly in the pistol. He takes the snap. Give Carson Berry off the left side. He finds a hole. He's going to bounce outside and get in for a touchdown. 12 yards. Carson Berry, number four on the night. In the first half, <laughs> two weeks in a row, he scored four touchdowns in the first half. Yep. And with that 12-yard run, it puts Carson at 93 yards on the night on 13 carries, seven How yards. How do you have four touchdowns but not even 100 <laughs> yards rushing? The field position that, the Le that Lex has uh, had. Yeah. <laughs> and they will attempt the extra point this time. A.J. Young will come on to attempt. Cole Pauley will hold. Snap is a low one, but Cole gets it down. Great job by Cole Pauly to get that hold down, and A.J. Young boots it right down the middle. 37-12, Minutemen get this lead back up to 25 now. 2.08 to go in the first half, and we'll take a quick break on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. The Minutemen are running all over the Vikings right now, and they're on pace for 80 points, Nick. 
And I know that sounds crazy, <laughs> but they are. I mean, they still got time to get the ball back and potentially score here at the end of the first half. True. They've got 37 already. They had 36 at halftime last week at Madison. I mean, just craziness. A.J. Young has it up on the tee right in front of us. He'll kick it left to right as we see it, or south to north if you prefer. And Carson Lang will take it from the 10 to the 15, 20. Down the near sideline, he might be gone. He's to the 40, and they're actually going to say he stepped out of bounds. As he just had to angle enough to step on the sideline, I thought he was gone. Ooh, and they, they got him all the way back at the 36. That's what it looks like. Well, maybe the, yeah, the 36. Yep. Jeez. I thought he was gone. Yeah. The way I that sideline opened up. Well, and how they, how River Valley's normally been running their returns, they've been running all the way across the field. So and that, that time, time he just yep. took off right he up the sideline. He just caught it, put his head down, and went. Still decent field position for River Valley, but yep. the problem is they're trying to trade blow for blow here. Lexington has not had to punt yet. No. You're not going to win like that if you're River Valley. Eventually, they're going to have to get a stop. Shadon in the shotgun, takes the snap on first down, flings it near sideline, and it's broken up and incomplete. A.J. Young was right there. Intended receiver was Garrett Bright, the 5'11 senior. And, Nick, that stops the clock for free for Lexington. you got to think, too, the way Coach Gerhardt, it was clear last week he wanted that 30-point lead yes. going to halftime. He even used his yeah. timeouts to do it. Yep. And I would imagine he's going to try again. Shadone takes the shotgun snap, and he's going to be wrapped up, and Nosa he's going to be sacked again. again. Leighton Nosa all the way back at the 30 is where they're going to mark it. Big loss, loss of six. And that's Nosa's third. Well, and Nick, this is going to be his last home game, so yeah. he's definitely playing that way. My goodness, this Lex defense, and like you've said tonight, Nick, the most they've really sent is four. Yeah. I mean, really, it's just been overpowering. I mean, they're only they only have three down linemen, and they might send a linebacker, maybe. Yeah. Occasionally. But normally they're dropping everyone else in coverage. And now on third and sixteen, Shadon will take the shotgun snap. He's gonna look to the right. He's got his man and coming up and hitting him immediately. Out there on the sideline was, I think it was either A.J. Young or, no, it might have been D.J. Johnson. Yeah, that, that's the second big hit he's had today. Or was Actually, that, that was Fagan. Jamarian yeah. Fagan with a great tackle over there. Man. As again, the numbers are hard enough to read as it <laughs> is, but Jamarian's jersey's kind of folded up, and I couldn't tell if that was an eight or a nine. And, of course, the cornerbacks both have to wear eight and nine, so I can never tell. When Who's think, who? And I think Lex did call their last timeout. 101 to go in the half, and they did. Fourth and 15 coming up for River Valley. Lex is going to get the ball back here with a chance to score. But like Nick said, they are out of timeouts, so they'll have to score quickly. But what a half by the Minutemen. 37 to 12 as we sit right now. But, Nick, like we just mentioned, I mean, last week at Madison, it was clear that Coach Gerhart wanted to start the second half with the running clock, and I think he's thinking the same thing tonight. And with the punt troubles that River Valley has had, we'll see if they can even get one off cleanly here. 
So Ebert stands back at his own 20, takes a snap, and gets this one away. It's a high wobbler over to the far sideline. Eichler makes uh, calls for the fair catch, but he muffed it, and I think the Minutemen jumped on it, though, at the 37. I thought he almost got hit, too. I did, too. I thought he was going to get hit, but he did clearly call for the fair yeah. catch. Either way, Minutemen will have it at the – well, they'll have it at about the, where are they going to mark it, 37? 37, 38, 37. Yep. <clears throat> Make up your mind, Nick. 37, final answer. All right. First and 10, Minutemen going to have it at their own 37 with 54 seconds to go in the first half. No timeouts left for the Minutemen. So they're going to have to play the sidelines and, of course, in high school, you get a first down. It stops the clock temporarily, so that, that'll be helpful as well. Eichler goes off to the left. Carter Newman splits off to the right. Cole Pauly in the pistol, first and 10 from the 37-yard line, takes the snap. He will give off the right side. It is Carson Berry. He has a big hole, 40, 45, 50, and he's across midfield with a first down. Out to the River Valley 46-yard line. Minutemen have to hurry up here. 46 seconds to go in the first half. No timeouts. Caden Eichler will split off to the left. Carter Newman off to the right. Cole Pauly in the pistol again from the 45 of River Valley. He takes the snap. He will give off the right side again. Carson Berry through a hole. He's to the oh, 35 and slips man. down. And he's going to be a yard short. He actually slipped and his knee hit at the 36. He's one shy of a first down. Minutemen have to hurry. 25 seconds to go. First half. Carter Newman off to the right. Caden Eichler off to the left. Cole Pauly in the pistol, second and one from the 36-yard line. Pauly waits, and he takes, and he gives, and Carson Berry juking around and trying to reach for the first down marker. He's he not going to get there, and this. That might be the quarter. Well, that might be the half. The clock's running down 5-4. They've got to get a snap off here, and I don't think they're going to, and that's how the half is going to end. And, man, Carson oh, Berry possibly would have had a touchdown, I think, on that carry, but he slipped and fell, and then. Just couldn't recover on the next play and get the first down. So that's how the half will end, unfortunately, for the Minutemen. But they do lead it by 25 here at Lexington. Week 10, they're fighting for a playoff spot. And the first thing they can do tonight to ensure that playoff spot is get a win. And then we need some other things to happen, which we'll talk about here as halftime comes up uh, shortly. Actually, we're at halftime. But the halftime show is coming up shortly with Minutemen. On top, 37 to 12 on fearthevillage.com. VSBNradio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNradio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. 
Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419 419- 522 RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. ME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. Back here at Lexington, it is halftime where the Minutemen putting on an offensive clinic against River Valley. They lead it 37-12. to And the Minutemen, of course, have to win tonight in order to have any chance to make it into the playoffs. And they also have to have a few teams ahead of them lose, which we'll get to shortly. But uh, just to put things uh, simply, things are looking good for the Minutemen as far as uh, everything going on elsewhere and here at Lexington tonight. Uh, Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you, by the way, back here on the fearthevillage.com halftime show. And Nick can paint you the picture of just how that first half went. Yeah, it's been a Carson Berry clinic in this first half. Four touchdowns for Carson and over 120 yards on the ground. So, I mean, just domination up front from the Lex offense and defensive line. So, overall total offense here, 273 for the Minutemen to River Valley's 182. Lexington's ran two more plays than than River Valley, 35 to 33. Uh, Through the air, Lexington, 5 of 8, 124. 
had the long connection from Cole Pauley to Baden Forb, where Baden just was out of bounds about the two-yard line. Would love to see him get into the end zone, but he had to tightrope all the way down. Uh, River Valley, 12 of 24, 192 yards in their one touch, well, and a touchdown. Uh, but on the ground, Lex, 149 yards of total offense on the ground to River Valley's negative 10. And that's taking into consideration the three sacks that they've had and, and whatnot. But Lex doing a great job getting penetration up front. Uh, Leighton Osa with three sacks tonight. And they um, and really, Lex hasn't been bringing a lot of pressure. It's been three, four guys at the most. So they've been doing great up front. Uh, Penalty-wise, Lex, five penalties for 50 yards to River Valley's three for 20. Uh, there's There's been no turnovers either way on both sides. So both sides taking care of the football. There was the one muff punt right there before halftime from Cade Neichler, but Lex was able to recover that punt. Uh, overall, net punting yards for River Valley, a 9.8-yard average for the punt. They did have the one blocked where Lex was able to capitalize with a field goal, but nonetheless, Lex... Able to do a lot of scoring in this first half. 14 first downs to River Valley's 11. Uh, Lex is 3 of 6 on third down, and to River Valley's 3 of 10 on third down. So Lexington really hasn't been on third down. They've been picking up first downs on first and second uh, as opposed to going to third down, and they have they have yet to punt. So Lex scoring on, pretty much on every drive so far. Uh, so doing a great job taking care of the ball and picking up first downs, moving the chains. Uh, other notable stats here, Jordan Byrice, four carries for 30 yards. Uh, Corbin Green, four carries for six yards. We did see him go out with that ankle injury. I, we did, I, I think I saw him on the sideline. He had his shoulder pads off, so I'd imagine that Corbin Green, Corbin Green night is done for tonight. So that's kind of a big loss, especially on defense. Offensively, Lex will recover. Uh, but defensively, Corbin is their leader, and he, I mean, he flies around makes plays. So we'll, we'll see Lex have to step up there. Uh, Baden Forp, the leading receiver for the Minutemen, three catches for 81 yards. Did have the one long, uh, long reception. Uh, Car Carter Newman, one catch for 24 yards, and Corbin, one catch for 19 yards. Uh, something interesting to see here: Cade Eichler yet to record a catch. He's had a couple targets, but uh, there's been good coverage on him tonight. So I'm sure River Valley was going to key him. Uh, but big playmaker for the River Valley Vikings: Carson Lang, three catches, 65 yards. Ironically enough, he does not have the touchdown, but he is um, he's making plays when they need him to. He's only got three grabs, but they've been big-time catches and, and some big moments. Uh, but overall, uh, A.J. Young, two for two from uh, from field goal. He's hit three extra points, so he's got nine points on himself tonight. Uh, but Lex playing great, ready to go in the second half. Uh, can come out with the ball, get up by 30, get this running clock going. That's the ideal situation, and we'll see if they can do that in uh, just about 15 minutes. When we come back, we'll have uh, not only those scores of interest that we're really uh, looking at tonight uh, to try to get Lex into the playoffs, uh, but we'll also get you uh, scores from around the area. Already I'm seeing a couple of surprising ones, and uh, we'll check those out when we come back on the fearthevillage.com halftime show where Lexington at home is leading River Valley right now 37 to 12. We'll be right back. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. 
Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at vsbnradio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419 419- 522 2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. ME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. Back here at Lexington, where the Band of Gold has just taken the field to perform their halftime show. And we've got about 10 minutes until second half action here at Lexington. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you, FearTheVillage.com. And we've got some great news if you're listening at home and you're wondering uh, about the teams that are just ahead of Lexington in the standings. Uh, Number 18, excuse me, Lexington is number 18 in the region. 
Number 17 in the region is Ashland. They are trailing at halftime to Worcester, 14-7. Revere, who is the number 16 and final team in the playoff picture. Uh, Excuse me. No, I was wrong. Back that up. Back it up. Lexington is 19 in the region. Ashland is 18 and losing. Revere is 17th, and they are getting beat 48 to nothing by Aurora. 16th in the region, Cleveland Central Catholic. We still cannot find an updated score from that game. Copley is down. They are the 15 seed. They are losing to Highland at halftime, 28 to 7. Collinwood out of Cleveland is the 14 seed. They have a bye this week, and the amount of points they have currently. Uh, would be an amount of points that Lexington would pass should Lexington hold on to win tonight. So Collinwood has a bye tonight, and Lexington would pass them as long as Lexington can hang on and win here at home. So uh, moving on, Toledo Rogers was the next team I was getting to here, and we'll see if we can find a score for them uh, quickly. Um as uh, Lexington obviously needs them to lose. They are the – Rogers is the 13 seed in the region. Um, It looks like they played yesterday and lost 14-6. That has not been updated, I don't believe, in Joe Idle here. Let me take a look just to be safe. And, yes, that was updated. So Toledo Rogers maxed out at six points. So that is another team, Nick, that Lexington would pass should they win tonight. Uh, also, uh, just ahead of Toledo Rogers, you have Sylvania Southview and Cloverleaf, and we'll have to check in on those games. But the way things stand right now, it's looking like Lexington could climb up as high as a 10 or 11 seed if they can hang on tonight the way things are working uh, with with several teams ahead of them all losing right now or already losing last night. Uh, so, man, things are just playing out perfectly at the moment if you are a Minutemen fan listening at home. And not just for the Minutemen to get into the playoffs, but like I said, this is working out perfectly for the Minutemen to maybe climb quickly up that playoff ladder. We'll have to wait and see, but they've got to take care of their business here at home first as they lead at 37-12. And uh, we'll complete the North Central Ohio scoreboard in just a few minutes when we come back on the fearofthevillage.com halftime show where Lexington leads River Valley 37-12 here at Lexington. VSBNradio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. 
available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. <laughs> Back here at halftime where uh, the band of gold walking off the field after a brilliant performance. And the Minutemen with a 37-12 lead. Everything going right. We've seen this picture before, though, Nick. Uh. But tonight is a different night, and everything going right so far for the Minutemen, both here and elsewhere, that they need uh, to go right for them. And uh, let's take a look at some scores from around North Central Ohio in general. Uh, We will start, obviously, with the OCC. Not a ton of craziness going on. West Holmes all over Mount Vernon, 39-7. That game already in the fourth quarter. Um also, uh, another blowout in the OCC. It is uh, Mansfield Senior 35, Madison 0. So that is now uh, in the second half. That is into running clock territory. Uh, and then Worcester leading Ashland 14-7. to That's the best game by far in the OCC tonight. Over in the MOAC, uh, not a lot of good games here. 
It is Marion Harding 28, Ontario 7. The closest game in the MOAC tonight is Pleasant leading Galleon. Marion Pleasant's won a, one game to, uh, this year, and it was against their crosstown rival, uh, uh, Marion Harding. And right now they're beating Galleon 20-12. to 12. Uh, But other than that, uh, the MOAC, not much going on. Shelby 27, Clear Fork 13. And, of course, here River Valley trailing Lexington. Uh, over in the Northern 10, Winford 10, Mohawk nothing. It is Colonel Crawford 35, Seneca East 13, Bucyrus 10, Upper Sandusky 7. East Knox over Danville in the Devil Dog game, 21 to 13. It is Fredericktown 22, Centerburg 13. Highland leading Northmore now. They've opened up a big lead, 24 to 7. Northmore was 8-0. Looks like they may lose the last two games of the regular season. Uh, Mount Gilead over Cardington right now, 7-2-6. In the Firelands Conference, it is South Central 20, Plymouth 16. Crestview going 10-0, it looks like, as they are beating Mapleton 20 to nothing. few other scores of note. Hillsdale leading Northwestern 20-14. Clyde beating Bellevue 14-6. Uh, it is Lucas over Mogador 14-0. Uh, See here, Crestline trailing Marion Elgin, forty-seven to nothing. Willard is beating Vermilion, fourteen to nothing. Willard has won a game in the last three years. Wow! And they are winning right now, fourteen to nothing. That would uh, that would definitely help their zero and nine season uh, feel a little bit better at one and nine after tonight. If the uh, Crimson Flashes can hang on, uh, also Tiffin Columbian beating Norwalk right now, twenty-two to seven. Norwalk, or excuse me, Tiffin, should Lexington win this game, Tiffin could be uh, a likely opponent. Uh, I don't know how likely, but certainly in the conversation, Tiffin uh, may be the destination next week for Lexington. Obviously, right now, the way the region sits, a lot of things can happen, but every team in front of Lexington either lost last night or is losing tonight, and Lexington could gain... Quite a few points with this uh, game if they should win over River Valley and finish this game out and, and get the win. Lexington could shoot up the rankings here uh, in the region. I mean, they looking at it, by my math, if things go perfectly, it looks like Lexington could rise up to a like an 11 seed in the region potentially. Wouldn't that be something? which would put you right in that territory of possibly a Tiffin-Columbian matchup or uh, maybe Rocky River, depending on how that game's going tonight. If Rocky River loses, they may fall down to like a six seed. But Lexington has to finish tonight, and they'll do it by catching a squib kick to start the second half and going straight down and not risking anything with the squib kick. It looks like that was... Uh, Dreibelbiss, I believe. Hey. It was Cooper Dreibelbiss. Great field possession. Again. At the 40. Well, they'll say he went down at the 45-yard line. Oh. Great field position to start the second half. And uh, if you're keeping track at home, Lex just has to score a touchdown here, and they get into the running clock territory. Right now it's 37-12. to 12. And the Minutemen will start the second half at their own 45. They've got one split off to the left, one to the right. A lot of motioning going on, and Cole Pauly takes the pistol snap. He'll hand off off the right side. Carson Berry will get four out to the 49-yard line. 
second and six coming up. And just like that, the Minutemen already almost <laughs> across midfield <laughs> to start the second half. One play in. And Carter Newman will come off here. Mason Thomas will come on and bring the play in. Cole Pauley breaks the huddle. They're going to send Mason Thomas split off far to the left. Caden Eichler in the slot left. Cole Pauley in the pistol. Second and six from the 49. He takes the snap. He'll give off the left side this time. Carson Berry fights across midfield, still fighting. And he'll get down near a first down, but he's about two yards shy. It'll be third and two coming up from the River Valley 47. Got to convert here, coming out right out to halftime. And we have a Viking down. And it's Kai Emerson, the 5'8 senior. And trainers from the Lex sideline come out. Coaches from the River Valley sideline come out. We'll take a quick timeout already. 11.01 to go, third quarter. It is Lex 37, River Valley 12, here at Lexington on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Cole Pauley, quarterback for the Minutemen, and you're listening to Lexington Football on VSBN Radio. Hammer down and go Lex. Emerson is up on uh, his feet and walking off to the River Valley sideline. And he is barely making his way off. It does not look good for him, unfortunately. He's really dragging that right leg. That's kind of odd, Nick. I don't. You don't normally see players hobble off that way. Usually if it's that bad, they'll have someone carry them. So hopefully he's okay. Third and two, a big play coming up here for the Lex offense. They'll have one split off to each side with Pauly in the pistol. From the 47, takes the snap, give off the right side. Carson Berry, huge hole, 45. He's to the 40, trying to get the edge down to the 37-yard line. First down, Minutemen. And they will continue marching down the field here to start the second half. Three plays, three Carson Berry runs. Gain of 10 there for Carson down to the River Valley 37-yard line. And it'll be first and 10, 10 and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. Lex up by 25, trying to get to that ever-so-important 30-point lead. Cole Pauley this time sends two off to the left. And Baden Forpe in there on the right side as the tight end. Takes the pistol snap. Polly back to pass. He throws far sideline. Got his man and making a catch on his knees. A great catch was, I believe, Mason Thomas over there on the far sideline. And it was down at the 31, a gain of seven. Good catch there by Mason, but he had to kind of go down on one knee to do it. Nothing wrong with that, though, as long as you bring the ball in. But in high school, of course, you can't get up and run with it after your knee has been down. So, Lanny's staying in bounds. Yep. And that clock going. 9.45 to go third quarter. Minutemen have it. Second and – now they'll mark it second and four. Gain of six on the last play. So second and four from the 31. 
They'll send Newman and Eichler off to the left. Pauly in the pistol again. From the 31, takes the snap, give Carson Berry off the right side. He's up the middle, through a hole, still dancing around, now cuts back down the far sideline, touchdown! Carson Berry takes it 31 yards! I mean, just incredible. As soon as you think he's all bottled up, he makes one cut and shoots out the left-hand side, and no six. Number five on the night for Carson Berry, and that's number 24 on the year. Man. 24 touchdowns for Carson, and I don't think he's done yet tonight, no Nick, unless they take him out of the game. If he keeps getting touches, he's going to bust more. Extra point by A.J. Young. Snap is back. Hold is down. It's a good hold. It's a great kick, and A.J. Young booms it through and makes it 44-12. to And with that, Nick, we are in to running clock territory. And I'm sure the girls down on the sideline are happy with that. They want to get out of here. I saw Kayla and Rachel just nodding their heads at each other as they <laughs> reconvene over there. So we'll keep it right here, 9.25 to go. They will start the clock here momentarily when both teams are out on the field and they've given River Valley the ball. So Lex with a 32-point lead. Now you just got to keep an eye out for uh, what's going on elsewhere. At halftime, Lexington was getting all the possible help they could. I mean, literally nobody in front of them within six or seven spots in the whole region was losing at halftime, or was uh, was winning, I should say. Everyone was losing. <laughs> so we'll just uh, try to keep an eye on those scores. And the really the big one, it looks like, is going to be Ashland. That's the closest game that's directly in front of Lexington. And right now it's still 14-7. to Worcester with the lead over Ashland. Let's hope the... Generals can hold them off. A.J. Young, clock is running before he even kicks it off. He runs up and boots it from left to right. And this one is going to again <laughs> roll down the near sideline and through for a touchback. Oh, How is he doing that? It, it couldn't be closer to going out of bounds other than hitting the pylon. I mean, it's literally squeaking in there. And Lang has twice now let the ball go, thinking it might go out of bounds, and both times it's just rolled right down the sideline. Man. Nine. Just over nine minutes to go in the third quarter. 44-12. to 12. Lex on top by 32. Well, clock should be running. Shadon in the shotgun. He's got two left, three to the right. Now they start the clock. He will take the snap, back to pass, looking. He's being rushed, and he's going to get sacked back at the 11. Caden Shadon had nowhere to go on that one. Several minute men in there. Cohen Moore was in there, I think. I mean, Obviously, Leighton Nosa was in there. The he's whole, been in there all night. The whole D-line was in there. I felt like they brought everybody, the D-line and the linebackers. I think Dwyer was in there. Baden Forup, I think, was even in there. Everybody was in on that one. Shadon really... Excuse me, Shadon, he just had nowhere to go immediately. River Valley now trying to get set up here. It is second and 19. They'll have five wide. Shadon sends a man in motion. He will take the snap from his 11. Back to pass. Throws it straight into the ground to his receiver here on the near sideline. 
and he was upset with himself on that one as it just didn't come out cleanly. And that's going to set up a third and 19 with the clock running. Just over eight minutes to go in the third quarter. Well, and this is just the area you don't want to be punting out of either if you're River Valley. And at this point, I mean, <laughs> they're, they're well either going to have to punt or go for it, and neither one is a, is a situation they want. But first, Lexington has to stop them here. Third and 19, three to the left, one to the right. Boyd on the right hip of Shadon takes the snap back to pass. He's stepping up. He's going to fling it down the middle of the field. It is incomplete. Ooh. As the receiver, Garrett Bright, just kind of turned the wrong way there. He could have hit him, him in stride. Yeah, he had him. Bright looked over his right shoulder, though, instead of his left and couldn't come up with it. Fourth down, and River Valley going to punt here, and we'll see if Chase Ebert can get a clean one. By the way, he is a freshman. So that is certainly not helping things with the troubles they're already having tonight with the snaps, and this is a good snap, and he's going to get this punt out of oh, there, but it's geez. a short one. It's a high one, but short, and a fair catch called by Scotty Roush and made at the 38. So Lexington with an extremely short field here. And we'll see if Carson Berry can punch one more in, and then it might be time to go to the backups. You'd certainly yeah. – Corbin Green has already gone down tonight with an ankle injury. You don't want to have any more unnecessary injuries. So I say if you're Coach Gerhardt, I mean, definitely finish off this drive, put this game out of reach for sure, and then, right. and then maybe pull the plug. And it yeah. looks like the uh, starting – Offense is coming back out onto the field for this drive. I'd say go to the fourth quarter, and then that's when you start talking about putting the backups in. First and ten, Minutemen at the River Valley 38, two wide to the right. Pauly in the pistol sends Newman in motion. He'll give it to him, a jet sweep off the left side. He's to the 35, 30, down the far sideline, 20, 15, 10, and he's going to be oh, pushed out of bounds. Man, oh, man, he hit the Jets. They've been setting that up all night, and they finally hit on it. I feel like every run play, they send him in motion across the formations. They finally gave it to him with two lead blockers, and he about took it to the house. And he took it 28 yards down to the 10. Minutemen will set up there in the red zone again. And they are perfect tonight in the red zone. In fact, the Minutemen don't have any turnovers, and they haven't had to punt yet tonight. Their offense is just rolling. First and 10. Actually, first and goal from the 10 for the Minutemen. Pauly in the pistol sends a man in motion. He'll take the snap. Give Carson Berry off the right side, dancing around, trying to follow his blockers there, and he does to the five. He'll get five. Actually, they'll give him four to the six. Second and goal coming up. Minutemen from the River Valley six-yard line. Minutemen taking their time here. Just under six minutes to go now in the third quarter. Clock is rolling, and this at this rate. we're moving very quickly Yeah, and right if now. Lexington <laughs> scores here, it's pretty much yeah. the, the running clock aspect. That's not going to be uh, – that's not going to uh, be reversed at any point, I don't think. Carter Newman, Caden Eichler split off to the left. Second and goal from the six. Pauly takes the pistol snap. They'll give Carson Berry off the left side. Finds a hole and gets in, but there's a flag down. Well, if anything here, Nick, the flag is actually just going to let the, the clock, clock run even more. <laughs> 5.15 to go, and the clock's going to continue rolling even through this penalty announcement. And Carson Berry did score there, but they're going to back it up, so... Now, if he can score again, Nick, this just gives him extra yards. <laughs> yeah, true. There's a hold. Back. Ball will go back to the 14. 
Just under five minutes to go now, and like you said, Nick, that clock is moving blazingly fast at this point. I mean, it is just ticking and ticking, and my goodness, every time I look up, another minute's gone. So Jordan Byrice comes in this time, second and 14 now. One split off to the right, one to the left, and somebody came off the field, I think, Nick, that shouldn't have. They were missing a player, and they have to take a timeout. Lexington will use their first of the half, and on a team timeout, the clock does stop. That's the only instance where the clock will stop here in the second half, as long as Lexington is up 30. So it'll stop with 4.34 to go in the third quarter. Lex up 44 to 12. What do you do here now, Nick? It's second and 14. If you're Lexington, you definitely want to come away with some points, but do you start throwing here, or do you stay true to the run? I, I think you just stay true to the run. I mean, it's been working very well, and they're running hard. I I feel like you try to pick up as – let's say, I mean, you only pick – they've been picking up five, six yards a clip right now, I mean, especially on those outside zones. They've been working like a charm when they pull those guards around from the opposite side. So when they're able to get – Five, six yards, there's no panic. It's second and 14 to to run again and just keep pounding the rock. And Mount Vernon has put up two quick touchdowns at West Holmes. That game was 39-7. to It's 39-21 to now <laughs> in Millersburg. Second and 14, Pauly with one to each side in the pistol. From the 14, takes the snap. He's going to roll right. He's going to throw, and that ball is batted and almost Ooh. picked off, and Cole Pauly was what prevented it from being picked off as he – Kind of tackled the defender there, Blake Mosher, and didn't let him pick it off. And he did have Hudson over there in the in the flat on the little rollout. And, Nick, I did say third and 14. What I should have said was third and goal from the 14. <laughs> the penalty pushed him back outside the 10, but it is a goal-to-go situation here. Third and goal from the 14. That was a good heads-up play from Cole, though. Play a little defense. Minutemen changing a lot of things around here on third down and 14. They may have to call another timeout. Yeah. And it looks like they're going to have to. And they do. They've had to use two Jeez. timeouts down here. On the same possession. <laughs> and that's big because the only way the clock stops right now is by taking timeouts, but they've had to do it twice in the matter of one minute. And isn't that funny? A whole minute's run off <laughs> in between timeouts. Jeez. 3.34 to go, third quarter, 44 to 12. Lex on top. And we are nice and toasty up here in the press box, by the way. Just in case you were wondering at home, we're, uh, we're you know, we're living the life up here. We look down and Kayla and uh, Rachel Durbin down on the sideline. Got their earmuffs and they look miserable. Hats. The boots are. We're on. up here. We've got the Heather Polly uh, Buckeyes that she brought us special made this week, and we've just been munching on those. And we're just hanging out up here in sweatshirts and the nice warm heater in the press box. This is the life. Yeah, can't complain. I'm sure the girls would say otherwise. Third and goal from the 14. Two split off to the left, one to the right. Pauly in the single back pistol takes the snap, fakes the give. He's going to roll right. He's going to look down the middle of the field, gets a throw off, and it's caught down at the nine, and a great catch by Baden Forup, but he had to make the catch tumbling and fell down. Still got five yards there, though, and that'll make this a much closer, more manageable field goal for A.J. Young. 
who on the night is two for two. He's been good. He's got a 38-yarder, Nick, and I'm blanking on the first one. How long was the first one? 31, I believe. I think it was 31 and 38. This one's going to be another 30. Well, this one will be as the snap is down. The hold is great. The kick is up, and I think it's wide right. And that was a 26-yarder on that one. So A.J.'s hit a 31 and 38-yarder tonight, but he just missed a 26-yarder. Either way, the clock will roll here. Actually, they've stopped it. So as soon as they set the ball, I as soon think. as they set, yep, Nick, you're right. As soon as they set the ball down, the clock will run. Two forty-three to go, third quarter. Lexington on top, forty-four to twelve. Well, and that that's kind of a big that's a big stand from River Valley because now if they score a touchdown, it goes back to the stopping the clock and all that nonsense. So need the Lex defense to get a big stop here. Now, last week at this time, we were leaving Madison. So yeah. let's get this show on the road, boys, uh, as Shadone up the middle. And a quarterback draw there is going to get him six yards out to the 26-yard line. The last couple of weeks, Nick, well, tonight and last week, we've uh, become just a bit pampered with the running clocks and the, the big yeah. leads been nice and now it's like hey if we're here past nine o'clock we're it's it's past our bedtime we're ready to go home <laughs> Shadon uh Shadon excuse me takes the second down and four snap back to pass flinging down the middle of the field and up in the air Carson Lang couldn't bring it in as he he had to go way up for that one again and it went right through his hands and that'll set up third and four and Lang man he's a big kid 6'2 170 I mean that, that's a big receiver out there but uh, he's been overshot a couple times wow. tonight where he's just had to go up the ladder and got a finger on it but couldn't bring it in. 1.30 to go, third quarter. Clock is rolling. 44-12, to 12, Lex on top. Shadon will take the third and four snap. And he's back to pass. He pump fakes right. Now he's going to roll right and throw right, and that's going to be down the far sideline, making the catch out of bounds. What a catch, though, but it's not going to count by Blake Mosher. And it's now fourth and four, and River Valley going to punt again. Which is interesting. I mean, you. Well, and here, too, Nick, I mean, they knew coming in there was really not a, a big chance that they could drop out of the playoff spot. Right. And especially now, with everyone else losing right. around. Too. So they, they could definitely fall, but they can't drop out of the top 16. So I think they're just trying to get out of here. As Ebert gets this one away, another short one end over end. It's going to bounce and roll and takes a good roll, and it's going to roll out of bounds at the Lex 39. So actually not a bad punt there by Ebert. He got a lot of it on the roll, but that'll back the Minutemen up into their own territory finally, and they'll take over at their own 39-yard line with 42 seconds to go in the third quarter. Minutemen, though, interestingly enough, with the running clock and a 30-point lead, 32-point lead, they've had to use two timeouts yep. here in the third quarter. So you got to come out and be organized here if you're the Minutemen. You've only got one chance left to take a timeout and get organized. So here they come out. Clock is rolling. This might be the last play of the third quarter. Carter Newman splits off to the left. Caden Eichler right next to him in the slot left. Cole Pauley's going to be in the pistol. First and 10 from the 39-yard line. Pauley waits. <laughs> and he takes, and he gives off the left side. Carson Berry, 40. 
And out near the 45, a good gain on first down of five yards. He'll get the 44, and that will be the end of the third quarter. So when we come back, we'll see if Lexington can add to this lead and uh, keep this running clock going throughout the remainder of the ballgame. After three, it is Lex 44, River Valley 12 on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. 44-12 as we get set to begin the fourth quarter. Lexington with the football. It is second and six from their own 44 as we start things here. Madison is on the board at Mansfield. It's 42-6. West Holmes beats Mount Vernon 39-21, and Worcester still leads Ashland 14-7. At this point, Lexington just trying to run the clock and get out of here, but it would be nice to put up some more points. As Pauly on second and six is in the pistol. Too wide to the left, but he takes the snap and gives Byrice off the right side, and he just couldn't get out of the first ankle tackle, or he might have had the edge to take it all the way. Instead, he's going to get two yards, and he'll get out to the 46. It's going to be third down, third and about four. And still with the ones out there. It looks like there might be some They're kind of mixing some other. Yeah, just... As Byrice did start the fourth quarter there, not Carson Berry. I'm sure you're going to get a lot of the seniors in too right now. So they'll actually mark it third and three. Lex from their own 46. Pauly going to drop back now into the pistol with two backs with him. Two wide receivers off to the right. Sends one in motion. Takes the snap. Give. Coming off the left side, it's Carter Newman. He's going to get to the 50 and across the 50 for a first down. Out to the River Valley 48-yard line. Carter Newman with another carry on the night. I don't know if he has any catches tonight, Nick, but he's ran a few times yeah, I think for he, quite a few yards. Yeah, I'm not sure if he – I don't <laughs> think he has any. 10.45 to go in the ballgame. Minutemen on top, 44-12, to 12, just trying to keep the ball as long as they can, but also definitely looking to score here, I'm sure, especially with some of the backups in that Nick has mentioned. Trying to get the offense organized here again, though. They've only got 10 on the play clock, and they're just <laughs> now breaking the huddle again. They're going to have Mason Thomas and Caden Eichler split off to the left. Cole Pauly in the pistol. First and 10 from the River Valley 48. They'll give Byrice off the right side. He's to the 45. He's fighting down to the 41. And he'll get seven. Second and three coming up for Byrice. It's good to see him getting a bunch of touches here late in the ballgame. It'll be nice to see him break one off here. Yeah, literally, he's been close. He's gotten into the end zone three times this year, and I think all three of them were less than 10 yards. So it'd be nice to see him bust a long one here. Second and three coming up from the 41. 9.45 to go in the ballgame. Cole Pauly brings him out. He's got Hudson Moore on his left hip, Byrice right behind him. 
Two wide receivers split off to the left from the River Valley 41. It's second and three. He takes the snap. He's going to throw. He throws near sideline. He's got Mason Thomas. Nice catch. Down to the 30, down to the 28-yard line on the near sideline. First down, minute man. He's got a couple of nice catches tonight. And Mason Thomas with his longest on the year, I think, if my memory serves me correctly. And that was a gain of 14. First and 10, Minutemen down to the River Valley 27. Nine minutes to go now in the ball game. And at this point, Nick, I think this one's Lex, uh, Lexington's. It's just a matter of how much, how many points they want to score. Pauly with one to each side, takes the snap. He's back. He's looking down the near sideline. He's got a man. It is Caden Eichler. Touchdown! Right in the corner of the end zone, down the near sideline. And for the first time tonight, Cole Pauly throws a touchdown. And the senior, Caden Eichler, on the receiving end. And that's Eichler's first grab of the game as well. They ran a little hitch and go. Pump fake was perfect, and then Cole led him right into the end zone. Caden with great concentration. There was a good defense defense there from River Valley, but Eichler able to come down with it to extend and the Nick, lead. And, Nick, I want to say – in our three years here at Lex covering the Minutemen, this is the first time they've scored 50. Really? They've scored 40 a bunch of times. I don't think they've scored 50 yet since we've been around. A.J. Young can make it 51 here with the extra point, and he does as it's right down the middle. 51 to 12. The Minutemen have made an absolute statement here tonight against the River Valley Vikings and stating their case to not only make the playoffs, but maybe rise up. And I've been saying all week, Nick, the Minutemen are not a team I would be happy playing if I were a five, six, seven, even oh, a four seed. Absolutely not. Because really, if Lexington finishes off the Ashland and Clearfork game, they're six and four and probably right. have a home playoff game. Yes, yeah, I mean, it's, no it's question. well, I would say 100% they would have had yeah. a playoff game had they finished those two games off and gotten wins. Instead, you're looking at a 4-6 and six team who should have beaten a bunch of playoff yeah. teams, didn't, but have since figured things out. So, you're, right. I mean, whoever gets this Lexington team in the playoffs, should they make it, uh, which it looks like they will, I would be furious. <laughs> <laughs> to have to play them of all teams. I mean, that's like in the NCAA tournament playing like the 10 seed who well underperformed well, but has the talent of a one seed. Yeah, the OCC is one of the better conferences in, in, rich, like in this area, and they, they're second in scoring. Yeah, I mean, they can put up the points as we've seen tonight. And the kickoff by A.J. Young is a short one. Lang's going to have it down the far sideline, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds at the 30. And... Well, that was the football coming out of there. Oh, I thought someone threw a too. flag. <laughs> so the River Valley sideline, they took the ball and uh, threw the ball back over to the Lex sideline. I thought it was a penalty flag coming out of the, the skirmish over there on the sidelines. River Valley seemingly will have the ball for the first time tonight. I mean, it's felt like an eternity since like. they've had the ball last. They'll take over at their own 32. Eight minutes to go in the ball game. The clock is rolling. Shadon comes out with Boyd on his right hip. He's got four wide, two wide receivers to each side. First and 10 from the 32. He takes the snap. They'll give to Boyd off the left side. He's going to lose a yard. 
maybe two back to the 30. Yep. <clears throat> and I think this is River Valley just saying, we're content with going home now. Yep. Let's just get out of here. It's cold. <laughs> we want to go home and eat. At the 31, it's a loss of one. Second and 11 like coming up. Like you said, I think they realize we have our spot locked up. It, they may be lower than they want to be, but nonetheless, they'll be there. Second and 11 from the 31, seven and a half minutes to go in the ball game. Shadon in the shotgun, five wide, takes the snap. He's back. He's looking down the middle of the field. He launches this one well Ooh. over the head of Blake Mosher and incomplete. Man, he Third and 11 coming up. I mean, he's got a cannon back there. And he'll be back next year. Yep. He and his brother both. Caden, oh. the quarterback's only a junior. His brother Keon's only a sophomore. Caden Shadon, Shadon, excuse me, in the shotgun. Five wide, takes the snap again, back to pass. He's going to throw into the middle of the field, and Whoa. a hard hit there right on the catch. And maybe losing a yard. I didn't see who it was. It might have been Mosher again, Nick, and that was just an absolute hit. And whoever made the hit for the Minutemen is down. It might have been DJ Johnson. I think he got Man. caught underneath the play. I think it was, what, 26? That yeah. would have been Byrice. Oh, no, not Byrice. 28, I'm sorry. Mason Green. Yeah, I think he's the one that came over the top, and I think uh, DJ might have been caught underneath him because it was a big hit. So we'll take a quick break here. 6.33 to go in the ballgame. Minutemen lead it 51-12 to 12 on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. In the fourth quarter, Worcester leads Ashland 14-7, and uh, nobody scored in the second half. As back here at Lex, the injured Minuteman is up and walking off the field. It looks like a right shoulder injury, and... I, we want to say it's DJ Johnson, but I don't, don't want to be wrong. It is. I don't know, Nick. I can't tell. I can't. What number is that? Can we get a number? I think it's 35. 35. That's what it looks like. But see with these gray unis. There is no 35. There is no 35. Either way, River Valley going to punt. It's a high wobbler coming near side. Roush makes the grab on the run. He's to the 45-50, crosses midfield. He's going to be brought down at the 47, and he caught Man. that thing ready to go. That was that was a ballsy play for sure. And he'll get out to the 47-yard line. And the Minutemen again with a short field. And certainly they're not going to try at this point to run up the score, but they are going to run the football, and if they break one, they break one. Yep. He'd I'd, love to see it. I'd imagine the backups will be in here now, get some get some reps under the lights. And Cole Pauly is off the field, so I'm assuming we will have 
Uh, Dylan Jamison, the junior quarterback. And, yes, it is going to be Dylan Jamison will lead the Minutemen out for this drive. He'll have two wide receivers split off to the right. He'll be in the pistol from the 47-yard line. Less than six minutes to go now in the ballgame. He takes the snap, and it's a bad snap, but Owen Roth catches the snap, and he's going to run it to the 45 <laughs> as the snap went right by Dylan Jamison and into the arms of Owen Roth, who just took it and ran. Instinct, Nick, instinct. Yeah, better, better Take it run and run. Than panic. To the 45, he gets two. 5.30 to go in the ballgame. 51 to 12, Lexington Oof. on top by 39. Most points they've scored in quite a while, I believe. I'd have to look back, but don't quote me on this, but I think since 2018. Jamison in the shotgun, actually the pistol again. This time he's going to send one wide receiver to each side. He takes the snap. He's going to give Owen Roth off the right side, dancing around to the 45, to the 44. He'll get another yard. He's slowly racking up some yardage here. <laughs> one carry at a time and a couple of yards at a time. That'll set up third and seven. Under five minutes to go now. From Lexington. And the poor, uh, the purple haze cheering over there towards the River Valley <laughs> side who didn't even bring a student section. Poor River Valley. They have nobody to answer back. Jamison in the pistol again, third and seven from the 44-yard line. He sends a man in motion. He's going to take another iffy snap and hands off to Roth off the left side. He'll fight. Got another yard. Maybe got another <laughs> yard. I might have give him the line of scrimmage. Uh. So for the first time tonight, A.J. Young's going to have to come on to punt. Wow, isn't that incredible? With four minutes to go in the fourth on it with a running clock. And by the time he gets the punt off, they'll have under four minutes. So if you're the Lex offense, I mean, they nearly nick. I don't know what a perfect game is, but they probably did it offensively. I mean, I don't know. You, they didn't punt. They didn't turn the ball over. No. Not scored on every possession. Yeah, not a lot of penalties. They didn't. Nick, they scored every time they had the football. Yeah. A.J. Young takes the snap, gets away a wobbling punt down the near sideline, and it'll roll inside the 15, 15. it looked like. Yeah. See where they mark it here at the 14. So, all in all, 30-yard punt. Punters want to pin people inside the 20, and that's what A.J. Young just did. Down to the 14. Three twenty-eight to go here in week 10. The regular season is three and a half minutes from ending. And the Minutemen are going to improve to four and six. But as Nick and I mentioned, this is really a six and four, seven and three ball club. Absolutely. Just had a couple of bad breaks and just didn't finish a couple of ball games. But you get the sense that they've learned from that and they dialed it in these last two weeks for yep. sure. Exactly. Shadon takes the snap, gives the Boyd off the left side. He's going to be wrapped up going nowhere. And even this second team defense, I mean, they are flying around. They're making plays. I mean, River Valley, they really haven't done anything on the ground at all. 
It's been mainly. It well, was, I believe, it was, Nick, they have the negative yardage. Oh, yeah, for sure. Rushing. With, with the sacks and everything yeah. like that. They had the one great drive where they just picked us apart, had a couple big plays, but, I mean, that's pretty much been it. 2.40 to go in the ballgame. Shadon will send a man in motion and take the shotgun snap. He's back. He's looking down the far sideline. He has got a cannon as he puts it out there for Lang, who almost brought in a one-handed grab, but thankfully there was a minute man there and wasn't able to uh, – Bring it in. Was that, was that Wyndham? I, I don't know. I can't see the numbers well, from whoever here. whoever it was, he was stride for stride and just kept pushing him out towards the sideline well, you know to what? make it a hard catch. Nick, that might have been might have been Connor Neinschwander. Because I did notice in the pregame he was not wearing the jersey number that lines up with his roster number, but I think actually maybe now he is. That might be a 17 out there. I think that was Connor. Well, if that's 17, then that's Corbin Green. <laughs> well, but with these gray uniforms, it says yeah. Connor 17. I don't know. <laughs> and on third down, they'll run for a gain of a few. Gain of maybe three. It's going to set up fourth down for River Valley. Fourth and six coming up for the Vikings, and this may be their last play of the night on offense. 1.30 to go in the ball game, and... Well, the Minutemen are kind of going back into a punt return prevent defense look here. Now they're going to come back up and play defense as Shadon takes the snap, flings it out, first down, out the, to the far sideline, and Carson Lang trying to make the most of it as he gets out towards the 34. They'll give him the 35, so a gain of 17 on fourth down there. And River Valley will live for another play or two here as there's less than a minute to go. But... Lexington going to win this one for sure. Like Nick mentioned, the second string defense has done great the last two weeks in garbage time. I mean, they're just not letting, letting the opponent really move that much on first and ten up the middle. River Valley's going to get uh, seven or eight here with about 25 seconds left. So these last two plays are the the biggest two plays that the second string defense has given up for Lex in the last two weeks at the end of the ball game. But still no damage done. As a Cole Pauly fathead has made its way into the student section. I love it. On a big stick. And Boyd is going to get one final carry off the left side. And the clocks hit triple zero. He got no gain. That's how the ball game will end. Lexington, a winner tonight, 51-12. to They defend their home turf. They beat River Valley, and they put up the most points they've put up in quite some time, at least three years. We'll have to go back and check. When we come back, we'll have the uh, fearthevillage.com postgame show. Please stay tuned this week. This is not a postgame show you're going to want to miss. We'll have all the area scores and the scores from the region that, in, uh, that have an impact on Lex and their playoff push. And please follow us on Facebook on the VSBN radio group page and uh, Twitter and Instagram, also on YouTube for highlights coming up later at some point tonight. Uh, but we will have updates on uh, just how things shake out in the region and where Lexington will end up next week on Friday night should they make it into the tournament, into the playoffs, and we will let you know as soon as we know. And uh, 
They're going to have to go on the road somewhere next week. They certainly aren't getting a home game, but they should be in, and we'll see where they end up. So uh, stick with us throughout the night and stick with us here for just a couple of minutes. We'll be back to get you some scores and stats from tonight's win. Once again, Minutemen 51, River Valley Vikings 12 on fearthevillage.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. 
This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. Back here at Lexington, where the Minutemen, a winner tonight, 51-12. to 12. They did it in convincing fashion. Welcome back, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you, fearthevillage.com. And we have extremely good news. Lexington, the 19 seed in Division Three, Region 10. So looking up ahead, Ashland, the 18 seed, losing to Worcester right now, 17-7. Revere is a 17 seed, lost 55 to nothing to Aurora. Uh, Copley, the 15 seed, lost to Highland, 42-21. No score from the 16 seed Cleveland Central Catholic yet. Uh, the 14 seed, Collinwood, had a week off, and the amount of points they have is uh, something that Lexington will probably pass. So with a week off, Collinwood going to drop. Lexington should pass them. The 13 seed, Toledo Rogers, loses to Toledo Start. Uh, 14 to six. The 12 seed Sylvania Southview loses to Sylvania Northview, 24 to three. The only team outside of the top nine that won tonight was Cloverleaf over Coventry, 38-17. So the nine teams ahead of Lexington, one of the nine won tonight. Everyone else lost or had a bye week. And Lexington, of course, wins by 39. I mean, this was just. A long time coming if you're a Lex fan to just have so many things for the last three years, you know, bad calls, uh, just unlucky situations, uh, games that they should have won but didn't. Well, it all kind of came to a head tonight, and literally everything that could have gone right for the Minutemen tonight has gone their way. I mean, it, you couldn't write a better script than this. A huge win, everybody in front of them loses. And uh, it looks like the Minutemen are going to the playoffs. We just don't know where their seating will be, and we don't know who they're going to be playing quite yet. But for now, uh, we'll turn it over to Nick here as he's trying to pull up the stats from tonight's matchup. Again, Minutemen win at 51-12 to in utter domination tonight. Carson Berry, the BP Electric player of the game, five more touchdowns added to his total. He's got 24 on the year. Just an unbelievable season for Carson. And he's going to have a chance to tack on a couple more to that, Nick. Yeah, uh, I mean. Possibly next week. Yeah, like you said, Carson was just unreal tonight. Uh, I can bring you his total numbers here. Uh, 22 carries, 178 yards, and five touchdowns for Carson tonight. So just a, a fantastic performance from him. Uh, overall, though, the Lex offense, 429 yards of offense to River Valley's 210. Uh, 200 wow. Ironically enough, every um, every yard that River Valley got that was positive was through the air. They had 210 yards passing. They had zero net rushing yards tonight. Uh, so that the run defense for the Minutemen tonight was just unreal. We'll stop, we're stopping everything, getting sacks in the backfield. It was just a great night from them. Uh, Lexington, 9 of 13 through the air for 176 in the one touchdown. Late uh, Cole Pauley was able to hook up with Caden Eichler in the back corner of the end zone for a nice touchdown from him. Uh, 253 yards of rushing offense for the Minutemen on 40 attempts. Uh, no turnovers. Uh, Lex did a great job taking care of the football tonight. Uh, only had to punt once, and that was late in the game. 20 first downs from the Minutemen tonight overall. But, yeah, Caden Shadone, 14 of 32, 210 and a touchdown. Uh, Braden Boyd, six carries, 11 yards. 
Uh, Carson Berry, 22 carries, 170 yards, five touchdowns. Jordan Byrice, six carries, 39 yards. Uh, Carter Newman able to get into the rushing scorebook. Uh, two carries for 34 yards on those little nice end arounds that they were setting up all night. Uh, and Corbin Green, four carries, six yards. And Owen Roth able to get into the scorebook, three carries for three yards. Uh, but overall, uh, just domination, like Corey said, from both sides of the football. Um, Lex just played great offensively. They were able to, Once again, the O-line was just unbelievable tonight again, uh, getting a lot of push. I mean, some of these holes that Carson was running through, I mean, they were just – you could take a truck through them. So, I mean, great job from the O-line. I know Coach Ryan Oliver is proud of his guys tonight. They did a great job overall. But like Corey said – it's all shaking out to be in Lex's, uh, Lex's favor. They're going to make the playoffs, hopefully, if everything goes as it should. Um, it just depends on where we'll end up next week. But it's gonna, we're going to be on the road regardless, which is always fun when we can go on the road and call playoff football. And we know a lot about going on the road and calling <laughs> playoff football because we had to go to Rocky River last year. I Well... I don't want to speak too soon, but we're going to have to go somewhere, Nick. I mean, we're going to have to go far away uh, unless unless they get a trip to Arlen Field, which now which with everyone losing. <laughs> yeah, but I just think Lexington's going to move up yeah, way too high right. to get a matchup with Mansfield. I mean, we're, we're talking Lexington, I don't think, is just going to squeak in anymore. We're no, moving up the ranks yeah. quickly tonight as soon as these rankings start to shake out. Anyways, uh, there are some other scores around North Central Ohio that don't involve Lexington directly making the playoffs, and those scores, uh, uh, there's there's been some interesting ones tonight. We'll start in the OCC, obviously. Right now, Worcester ahead of Ashland, 17-7. It was Mansfield winning the Battle of Mansfield over Madison, 49-7 tonight. And West Holmes completed their... 10-0 season as they beat Mount Vernon 39-21. In the MOAC, it was Shelby uh, 49, Clearfork 19. No contest there. Shelby's going to win the MOAC again with an undefeated conference record this year. And uh, uh, Pleasant getting a uh, uh, another upset tonight. They've won two games this year, one over their crosstown rival in Harding, and now they beat Galleon 26-12. So congratulations to Marion Pleasant on their second win of the year. Marion Harding, speaking of them, they will finish 7-3 and three as they beat Ontario tonight, 42-14. to 14. Uh, In the Northern 10, Carey shuts out Buckeye Central, 48-0. to zero. It was Bucyrus, 24. Upper Sandusky, uh, 21. Uh, Colonel Crawford, 45. Seneca East, 13. Mohawk beats Winford, 14-10. Uh, uh, Cardington, 22. Mount Gilead, 20. Over in the KMAC, it was Fredericktown, 28. Centerburg, 25. The Devil Dog game, East Knox beats Danville, 35-21. Highland crushes Northmore. I mean, obliterates them. Highland wins tonight at Northmore, 38-7. Northmore was 8-0, and they've dropped two in a row now in the KMAC. Over in the Firelands, Crestview is going to go 10-0. They are beating Mapleton, 27-0. Plymouth over South Central tonight, 32-28. A couple of other scores to note. Uh, let's see here. Tiffin Columbian, 44. Norwalk, 7. Columbian is a possible opponent for Lexington, so keep them on your radar. Uh, it was Willard crushing Vermillion, 41 to nothing. You don't see Willard win often, but when they do, they do it big. And they are just dominating Vermillion. Uh, Loudonville trailing Northwest 28-13. Clyde beats Bellevue 14-6. Crestline loses to Elgin 53-8. And Lucas beats Mogador 14-0. Uh, 
Back here at Lux, it was 51 to 12 Minutemen. Want to uh, thank you, a special thank you tonight. From the bottom of my heart, the biggest thank you I've ever given them for standing out there in the cold uh, to Kayla and Rachel Durbin. They're up here now warming up in the press box and getting all of their hard work out to you all on social media. So follow us, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, VSBN Radio there, uh, YouTube at VSBN TV, no spaces. And uh, please follow us there and check out their hard work. They deserve uh, your eyeballs on their um, on their their videos and the pictures that they take down on the sideline. They do a great job. Uh, thank you to my statistician and color commentator, Nick Lazier. Uh, job well done once again. I'm Corey Durbin saying one final time, Lexington ends the regular season four and six, but will likely make the playoffs with a 51-12 win over River Valley tonight. Stay tuned. Follow us on social media. We will be refreshing and uh, – refreshing pages all over the internet tonight and doing some of our own math and trying to figure out just where Lex is going to end up next week. And we'll let you know as soon as we do. And of course we will be there to bring you playoff action next week uh, from wherever we are, hopefully not halfway across the world. It'd be nice to, to stay as close as possible, but we'll see. And we'll let you know as soon as we know. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Have a great weekend. Have a great week next week. And we look forward to talking to you next Friday.